By going to audibletrial.com forward slash watch out for fireballs, you get a free audiobook. If you get enough free audiobooks, you can take them to the teen at the counter and exchange them for a plastic spider ring. Free ring! My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro games podcast. And this week we are talking about fun centers, which have uh, been developed and published throughout history, I suppose, from the yeah, ancient Nolan days of Bushnell. Rome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nolan Bushnell around the beginning yeah. of, uh, you know, at least some of them. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, strangely mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is a, a, one of the first of our kind of special episodes that was funded by Stretch Goals from our Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, listeners were generous and gave us a little bit extra money, which allowed, uh, when we were recently in the same state, to take an extra day and go, you know, ref- whoop, pardon me, refresh our uh, memory mm-hmm. with uh, the, the world of family fun centers. Yeah. So we can, yeah. we can talk about it. Yeah. So. so if you're not familiar with fun centers under that name, uh, think about that place uh, either in your hometown or, uh, you know, if you went on vacation that had like mini golf and arcade games, probably, uh, probably like batting cages, uh, go-kart. I'm giving away all the content of the episode, Gary. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Those are the things we are going to talk about. Yeah. It's it's important to differentiate it. So this is kind of a companion piece to our our arcade episode mm-hmm. uh, last year. The the you know if you want to play video games, you don't just need to be sitting. Sometimes you can be standing. Yeah. Um. And and this is how you do it. Yeah. So the uh, it's different than an arcade. They often are arcade adjacent, but not always. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is just kind of the the uh, you know I guess the like mechanical analog physical stuff. Yeah. That is a, is around a, a digital experience yeah usually and that is a uh that, that that is a very important distinction because a lot of this like you don't really need the computer side of anything to you know to do it so this no. is phys- physical activities that involve an actual uh you know like an arcade you just have to have a small smoky room with a couple of cabinets standing up yeah and with yeah. this there's uh it's a little bit more involved yeah, this is this is um you know it's it's perilously close to exercise at the points, <laughs> and, and also perilously close to uh, sports. Yeah, sports. <laughs> so this is this is about as far as I go in either of those directions. Um, that's not quite true. I can I can exercise from time to time um, with the with the worst of them. Um, but yeah, so so different the different arcade games. Um, we're going to talk just a little bit, uh, and it's going to be kind of a, a ramshackle episode, yeah. just because you know, like, tell us a little bit about the plot, Cole. <laughs> yeah, like you know, there's not like... there's not really a skeleton. 
yeah. for us to, to aim or hang uh, the framework on. Yeah, to, for or, us to, or Corey, to be the framework. Ham our <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, but we are going to talk uh, just a little bit about like our background and mm-hmm. then what we specifically did at Bullwinkle's uh, Family Fun Park in Wilsonville and kind of talk about them in generalities as they mm-hmm. come up. Yeah. Different, uh, yeah. different types of things. Mm-hmm. So Gary, what was your uh, what was your stomping ground uh, when you were uh, when you were a youngin uh, when, when when there was an opportunity to go to one of these things? Yeah, it was uh, it was, it was, it was much younger um, mm-hmm. because you know enough uh, words have been spoken about my dysfunctional childhood. So there's a long period in which this was not <laughs> cards, um, which was nice because I went to arcades and I could mm-hmm. just go there on my own. And yeah, um, but the uh, uh, when I was actually young younger, it was a um, a showbiz pizza. Like I'm young enough to go to a, a showbiz and then watch it turn into a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Um, showbiz pizza you know that was started by nolan bushnell mm-hmm. it was the the original kind of arcade game ball pit animatronic band mm, rock uh, the fire kind of explosion yeah yeah just yeah. making that like the 10th consecutive time that's shown up as something we talk about but <laughs> the rock of fire explosion is great like it's it's uh you know and i and uh so that that's where i went um i remember being kind of strangely when i was younger um not gravitating towards the arcade games mm-hmm in this thing and spending almost all of my time uh with rock of fire and then uh things like you know ball pits and jungle gyms and uh the kind of physical stuff was what i wanted to do here yeah. when i was younger but i was much younger mm-hmm. at the time and then as even as an adult though like you know up until now if i if i every time you know, i move to a town or if i'm just looking for something to do on a weekend like i will go to something like this mm-hmm. um this is a lot of fun like it's it is made for kids but i i will ski a ball like mm-hmm. I, I will ski the fuck out of a ball like at any real given opportunity. <laughs> so I, I, I've gone to a lot of different uh, family fun parts. When uh, my ex and I moved to, to Oregon, we stopped at one um, on the way because we kept seeing signs uh, for it. I think it's in uh, Nebraska and it's called the Fantastic Pizza Machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point, you're obligated. <laughs> yeah. Like, like there's no way I wasn't going to be like, you know, the, the billboards like, do you want to see the Fantastic Pizza Machine? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> and then you, you adjust your, you, you adjust your pork pie hat and then like yeah. turn the page in your newspaper <laughs> yeah. to, to read the stocks. Yeah. So, so I, 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 I'm a, a big fan and have been my entire life. Yeah, yeah. We had a mm-hmm. uh, uh, like for me. We had, we had two uh, in in uh, Lexington, Ohio, which is one town over. We had the uh, the infield, uh, which had go karts and batting cages and mini golf. That was the primary uh, component of it. There were, there was kind of an aspect of like ticket games and stuff, but that was inside. And I think that just you know. I played enough of those, you know, at like regular arcades, you know, like Laser Arcade and the Kingsgate Mall. Uh, hey, people who know Mansfield. Um, uh, yeah. So, so like I was definitely more attracted to those because it was like a special occasion when you went to those either mm-hmm. after a uh, after a youth sports thing or for a birthday party. Uh, yeah. And then there was another one that was, uh, kind of like out towards Lucas, Ohio, which was, uh, uh, called Mohican. It was like the, uh, a couple of places that were kind of adjacent to, to each other. One of them had like water slides and stuff. It was like a water slide place, but across from that, uh, was, uh, you know, go-karts and stuff. And that was special because, uh, every summer for a little while, uh, my dad, my brother and I, uh, would have our summer fun day and we would go there and it was just kind of like, the you know the thing you look forward to all summer um yeah do, do you remember the last of your mohican visits 
I forget. They were they were all good. Oh man, at the at, at the uh, at the water slide place, they had an arcade uh, in it that had a stand up uh, cabinet of the Star Wars arcade game. Oh, cool! And, and yeah, like I would I would skip um, water slide uh, trips to go in and actually play that. Also, they had Rupier Tapper, and that was uh, that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so there were those. Definitely, you know, if, if, if you're in one of these places, you're going to be uh, attracted to these uh, to these physical things because that's a good time. Yeah, and when there, and just the the kind of you know speaking of what you'd be attracted to when you come in, there's a, a real different tone. Like one of the things we talked about in the arcade episode is how like just kind of dark and dangerous and alluring they are. Mm-hmm. Even though like there are large portions of these that are just rooms full of electronic equipment, mm-hmm. um, they're brighter. And yeah. and happier and more inviting and more um, a, a sensory overload in a different way. Yeah, you know, like a, a less uh, a less kind of you know kind of alluring, you know, in a, in a, in a uh, you're doing something wrong sense. <laughs> As you know, it's not like hey kid. It's yeah. more like hey kid. You know, yeah. it, it's that kind of hey kid. I, I I would probably argue that even even your best Chuck E. Cheese feels really unsavory to me. Uh, well, I, I, is, I as an adult or when you when like i mean are you looking at that through adult eyes with like, uh, your like, germo vision like, uh, no with, no <laughs> no not, not like with the germo vision but just kind of like i, w- I would say like mm, yeah chuck e cheese probably does still uh, feel a lot, a lot like an arcade i'm not disagreeing however yeah yeah i was i've, I've recently been to an uh chuck e cheese mm-hmm. um one of uh, elizabeth's friends had a birthday um and i went to it and it is it is definitely brighter and more open yeah um and just kind of you know more colorful like it it, it definitely seemed a little bit like maybe if it was trying to be more inviting mm-hmm. is a better way to put it like maybe the the actual effect is still kind of yeah. creeper but yeah. um it didn't seem like that was the intent yeah I, I, there was a there was an or, or, uh, Chuck E. Cheese at the mall I used to work at, and uh, occasionally I would dip in there. It's nice because like you, you really have to try hard to get into one of those if you don't have a kid. Yeah, which is which is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know how this this birthday party thing went, where yeah. it was just like, yeah, here's a bunch of like late twenty yeah. year old hipsters, <laughs> like and then and early thirties hipsters, like. Yeah. We're just going to come and laugh at your animatronics. Are you mm. cool with that? <laughs> yep. Uh, the nice thing about Chuck E. Cheese, too, uh, you could uh, turn in your grade card for tokens. Yeah. Because I was a, you know, a, a, a sissy little a, a straight-A student. Uh, I would always get a bunch of free games to skee ball off of that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which is a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's kind of talk about, um, rather than going over general things that could be here, we can do mm-hmm. it kind of through our uh, experience. Yeah, that yeah. This, at, uh, at Bullwinkles. This, this, this day at Bullwinkles where we showed up at Open. And yeah. And we were pretty much the only people there for the entire afternoon. It, it was, well, just almost, except there was also like a dad and his son. Yeah. Uh, There's this awesome like little kid who was literally like hanging on the doors. Yeah. Like had his feet up on the door <laughs> trying yeah. to get in before it opened. He, he was doing like a Sylvester Stallone and cliffhanger, like like yeah. cling to the door yeah. trying to get it open. It was super, it was super adorable. Yeah. Um, and it was, I mean, it was like a, a Wednesday you know, at 10 a.m. So of course there weren't any kids there. <laughs> yeah. Which like, why? Why is it open? It's so like that place was just losing money. Like we spent a decent amount of money, but mm-hmm. there were I don't know like six teens mm-hmm. working there. Yeah. You know, who are making at least five dollars an hour. No, oh, yeah. So five dollars yeah. too much, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. They should do it as an unpaid internship. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what America's built on. Yep. Um. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for experience. Yeah, so so like 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 you know, eleven a.m. on a Wednesday is the perfect time to do anything. And yeah, we pretty much had the run of the place. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, no, uh, I know that there's going to be that, that many lines or anything, but you also doesn't have to deal with screaming kids. Yeah, 
um, very much. Like, so that, that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Bullwinkles and Wilsonville, it features um, a lot of what um, – I don't think there are any kind of major fun center activities that this one was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen fun centers that are adjacent to driving ranges. Yeah. Which would have been cool. I, I, I mean that's kind of blurring the line, but I would have par- partaken. Mm-hmm. And then it was also too cold to do bumper boats. Yeah, yeah. So we, so we didn't do bumper boats because in mm-hmm. uh, in beautiful you know early October in Oregon, like <laughs> it is it is pretty gray and rainy. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't want to catch any more sickness than we actually did. Yeah. The uh the, there there are a couple of things that we didn't uh like just take advantage of like that a zip line which fuck that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like this and, and, ropes course kind of thing. Yeah. 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 That like uh law you know the the. That's similar to something they have at like a, a carnival. Mm-hmm. Like they always have that thing at the carnival where it's like yeah. raider like lost ark raiders and, and it, it's like that <laughs> rope course like fun house kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. We didn't we didn't do either of uh of those things. Um. For you know, for various reasons, like a zip line, I'm not convinced wouldn't make me vomit. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm an adult and my stomach is, you know, a, 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 a you know, at, atom bomb that's just like waiting to go <laughs> off, like like it's just a, a poorly designed IUD. Uh, or no, IUD. I installed a poorly <laughs> my own IUD that I, I put together made out things around my house. Oh, in my penis. Okay. Um, <laughs> it goes up to my stomach through there. Um, yeah, IED. But yeah, so now that I'm so shaky. This is the place yeah. I told this story on, like, a Watch Out Fireballs extra episode where uh, me and Elizabeth on one of our first dates went on that roller coaster simulator. That's Holy something we shit. also didn't do here. Yeah. And, uh, and I vomited, like, twice on the way home. I, I, I and- like. I, I couldn't, but like, I walked by it, like, when I was going to the bathroom, I was like, oh, you know, trying to feel out because I too have, have like stomach issues and weird inner ear problems and I have no sense of balance, uh, mm-hmm. or, or ability to navigate 3D space. Uh, I'm also wheel- wheelchair bound. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but uh, I was walking by it and like, you weren't fucking around. That thing is like a pendulum. Like yeah, it picks it's... up and it like actually twists laterally. Yeah, it goes yeah. upside down. It does. It does everything. It goes things faster and more than our actual roller coaster usually does, yeah. with no sense of of relief that that comes with a roller coaster when you're kind of going uphill. Right. The, the, when we got off that thing because we were sick, like we actually hit the the emergency stop button to, <laughs> to quit, and the teen looked at us with such fucking contempt. Like he he was not. He's just like you guys only have like 15 seconds left. I was like, I don't want to vomit in your machine, asshole. Yeah. Who do you think has to pick that up? <laughs> You know, okay, it's let, not me. Let, 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 okay, let's let's go over to the stove in the kitchen, and I'll hold your hand on the burner for fifteen seconds, yeah. and you'll tell me how short fifteen seconds can be. Yeah, exactly. You little like, shit. I'm, I'm doing you a favor, you monster. Um, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, luckily, that guy w- wasn't there. So those are the three things we didn't do. Um, but we did do, you know, everything else. I really feel like they're the major fun center. Yeah. Kind of activities. So mm-hmm. arcade games, ticket games, uh, go karts, batting cages, um, and then a couple, you know, like uh, air hockey. You know, yeah, ball, things like that. Which, which I, I have labeled in the notes as installation games, uh, just because okay. they do take up a lot of space. That that is not a term or anything, but yeah, just for 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 lexical efficiency. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. So let's just kind of go through. Um, yeah, so yeah. yeah, first thing we did was play mini golf mm-hmm. um, because we wanted to beat the rain. Um, we did not end up. <laughs> We ended up getting right into the rain, and then it didn't rain for the rest of the day. So yeah. <laughs> it turned out not to be the best decision. Um, but it wasn't; it never rained too much. Right. It was, right. It's, and it wasn't; it wasn't freezing or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. too cold for bumper boats is not actually that cold. Right. Right. It has to be pretty hot for bumper boats. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for yeah. bumper boats not to be some kind of like weird Arctic nightmare. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I but, wonder if they would have let us do it if we would have asked. 
maybe uh, they they kind of seem content just to let us do anything yeah yeah we i mean we did have run of the place like we said yeah the um yeah but that would have been a real fun like just try to give the other person pneumonia yeah <laughs> like because you know, they, had, they had they had cannons on the front yeah oh yeah shot water um so <laughs> just like try to just like soak the other person down mm-hmm. to the bone yeah i'm gonna ruin your wallet I uh, <laughs> uh, hope you left your cell phone in, in the backpack. <laughs> Take like, that iPhone five. Yeah, <laughs> that Ross. Hope you got yeah. the Apple Care. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Like so, I can't watch an old movie where somebody just like you know jumps in the pool because they're a crazy party guy. Uh, I can't watch Ferris Bueller and what you know and see uh, what's his name Cameron jump into the pool now without thinking oh man he just ruined his cell phone yeah. like like that is an activity that nobody can do anymore cell phones have ruined a lot of things you yeah. also can't uh, push a line of people into a pool where one person grabs the next and so on and so on <laughs> yeah. and they fall like a Busby Berkeley like <laughs> presentation into the pool yeah yeah no uh, cell phones also uh, invalidate most of the plots from Seinfeld strangely enough. Yeah, yeah, and actually, um, and this is this is real deep, you know. This is big digression, but running uh, tabletop role playing games in the modern day uh-huh. is really hard because you can't separate the party, and they can look up anything anywhere. Oh yeah. So like, there's so many. Whenever I do that, there are so many things that just mysteriously you can't Google. Yep. Like evil things that haven't made it to Google yet. <laughs> Whereas in real life, you can Google just about every cult. Yeah. Um, anywho, mini golf. Mm. Mini golf. Uh, yeah. So uh goes by many names. Did you know that Putt-Putt is a trademark? I didn't know that. Yeah. We had a Putt-Putt in my uh, my hometown. But yeah, it's an actual company uh, hmm. that runs that. Yeah. yeah. And then their brand has been so diluted that <laughs> oh, they, yeah. uh, they're, it, it, I don't been, even know the last time I saw a Putt-Putt. Car, they've they've been uh, uh, Xeroxed, right? Yeah. 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 But it actually was successful. Mm-hmm. Like You can still buy a Xerox machine. I haven't seen a Putt-Putt oh, yeah. branded golf course in you know, a really long time. Yeah. Um, also, the first mention of Putt-Putt uh, was in a uh, uh, June 1912 magazine. Hmm. Yeah, just just uh, just doing any, uh, some basic you know, research on this. What, what's interesting, too, and that's a, a thread that we're going to find with some of the, with a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, fun centers are a holdover from like boardwalks yeah. and such from the from like kind of turn of the century amusement parks. Mm-hmm. So like that, you know, 1912, like that's right around when skee-ball was invented as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the first skee-ball machine, I think, is 2014. Or not 2000, whoa. Uh, okay. 1914, I'm, I'm sleepy, forgive me. 1914. So this this kind of stuff, so imagine that kind of like a Coney Island mm-hmm. feel. Like this is really kind of a, a way of a, creating a permanence for carnivals mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Um, you know, like, hey, whenever we roll through with, with this stuff, we make a lot of money. Like, why don't we mm-hmm. set up shop? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the turn of the century, like a lot of these things are kind of holdovers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Bullwinkles has two uh, course difficulties. It's a, it's a pretty big mini golf course. It is, yeah. Um, yeah, it's and it's so and there are two different paths you can do, the kind of easier one and the harder one. Um uh, we chose the harder one. Mm-hmm. Um mostly because last time I was there I chose the, the easier one. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like there was that much uh rhyme or reason to that. Right. You know like having played both like it doesn't actually seem like one is that harder than the other. Um it's a pretty middling uh, mini golf course yeah yeah like, there's not a, a whole lot of like set pieces or uh even like contours to the course yeah well there, well yeah. there's two there's some like there's kind yeah. of two so there's two things that make up a good mini golf course um is one is novelty mm-hmm. and the other is you know actual course design like um you know and one of it, which is the game part of it mm-hmm. you know and and it's uh it's how tricky it is to make the shots and how much skill is involved versus how much luck and and everything and then the other part is just like i want to see some animatronic lincoln's Mm-hmm. You know, 
open and close their legs or, <laughs> or you know, do, do anything like that. Like, we, yeah. we didn't go to it. Our, our backup plan, um, there's a mini golf place downtown that's underground pirate black light 3D mini golf. Yeah. Which uh, is really, you know, scores really high in one end of that and mm-hmm. is the worst design course I've ever played. <laughs> like, it is so random and it's so many right angles. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's just you know, everything just ricochets off everywhere. Like, it's it's got yeah. this kind of homemade feeling to that part of it. But mm-hmm. it's a it's an underground, like, Rasta marijuana pirate, like, thing <laughs> where you wear 3D glasses that make things that are in 3D already, like everything is. Mm-hmm. Um you know, appear closer than they actually are. And some things appear further away. So it's this, you know, disorienting nightmare, mm-hmm. um, in a way that is, it is, you know, pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's just one of the worst designed courses. And this is straight yeah. up kind of in the middle for both. Like there's a little bit of charming kind of like these houses. Like we, I guess the metaphor was we were in a town. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like this pastoral kind of thing. Like a lot of like cottage kind of stuff. Yeah. General yeah. stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the, what's the most impressive, uh, miniature golf course you've ever, uh, kind of gone to? There is, um, so the, there's one that's like really noteworthy and it's not, uh, it's not probably not the most impressive, but it's one of the weirdest ones. Um, there's one in, uh, I went on a date up here in uh, Vancouver, Washington. So slightly out of town that, uh, was really well designed. So it was one of the better designed ones I, I played. Like, uh, you know, the shots were fun to make and, and, and made sense and, and everything. Um, and all of the mechanics and, and set piece stuff um, were all these stark iron sculptures. So it would be like, hmm. you know, a, a man made of like, well, you know, welded statue of a, like a kind of like a giant, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, crouching over the hole, you mm-hmm. know, and it looked like something uh, like a, like they would come to life. Like mm-hmm. they were about to stop motion animate to life. Um, and which was just really neat. Like they weren't recognizable characters. It wasn't, didn't look like it was made for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've, I think I'm sure I've talked about it here before. Smash Putt is, yeah, the, is yeah. the best one. Smash Putt's amazing. Um, but this was probably the best designed one and also just so fucking weird, you know, uh, very haunted and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was, when I was young, our vacation spots tended to be kind of these, uh, you know, like what I now consider to be kind of like white trashy places like, uh, uh, Myrtle beach or, uh, like pigeon forge Gatlinburg, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of area. And it's like those places like must have the highest mini golf course to, you know, like per capita of any place in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, uh, I believe Myrtle beach, there's this one that's, uh, like medieval castle dragon kind of, kind of themed like fantasy. Um, and that was really impressive because it actually did have a lot of contour to the courses or to the, like to the actual holes. And that was, uh, that like that, that is probably the best one I've played probably mm. for, you know, in terms of theming and also, and also play. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was also yeah. real young too. So, yeah. Yeah. And both, and both those things are, are definitely important. Like, mm-hmm. uh, none of this stuff, uh, do I, do I play seriously? <laughs> Mm-hmm. So like the actual, you know, course design stuff, it's fun to have like a really satisfying kind of play experience. Mm-hmm. But part of the whole point of a fun center is just to like, if you're going to a fun center, it's like competitive. I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like we're like, yeah. we, we resisted even, even, uh, keeping score. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we kept, we kept score for mini golf, but it was, it was a loose yeah, score keeping yeah, exactly. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, I really don't know why people keep score, uh, except, you know, an enthusiasm for small pencils. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I which I like small pencils. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, or like the uh uh it, it's a it's a fun thing on a first date. Like I think mini golf mm. is one of the best 
date activities mm-hmm. you can do, especially if you're just getting to know someone because yeah, it allows yeah. for conversation and gentle competitiveness. Mm-hmm. And you can rule out somebody who's going to be a dick if they're losing or winning. Mm-hmm. You know, like the way that somebody acts when even minor stakes are on the line tells you a lot about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you can kind of rule that out. But the the thing I have a problem with keeping score is just the, the physicality of it. Yeah, is yeah. constantly fishing this thing in and out of my pocket while, you know, in order to, to take my, my stroke. Yeah. Um, that drives me nuts. And that's one of those weird things because, like, they have a smartphone app that you can use to keep score on their on their course now. Um, mm-hmm. Things like that. Yeah. But you still need to take something in and out of your pocket constantly. Yeah, true. To do it, like I just I need like a, a third. I need like a, a valet. <laughs> a caddy. They, like a caddy. Yeah. They should, like, <laughs> yes. One of these pimply teens should come follow us around and <laughs> and keep score for us. <laughs> okay, which uh, which which club should I use? I think the Potter, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> there are no other oh, yeah. yeah um and we never make fun of teenage girls even though that's primarily who was working there and they were all really nice yeah they like they're just perfectly perfectly yeah. uh, pleasant people uh, you also have here in the notes that uh portions of the course were flooded yeah because yeah. because uh oregon <laughs> and uh, it was made like fun we had water hazards yeah um, which which brought to mind like it would be you know post apocalyptic theming is just a little you know not just a little bit incredibly overplayed, but uh, doing like a post apocalyptic themed uh, mini golf uh, course would be awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I'm sure I've talked about it in here, but my like one of my I win infinite money and can just run a business into the ground mm-hmm. ideas <laughs> I've always had is to do a giant indoor year round mini course mini golf course that's a mix between like a game book mm-hmm. and mini golf, so you have like stats. Oh like you yeah. Go through and you you know you like they you treat the 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 holes as like random encounters mm-hmm. and there are branching paths. Yeah. And uh, you do it like a game book. So so it's quest know, like, quest for glory or fighting fantasy vis a vis golf. Yep. Yeah. Via mini golf and there would be like little you know narration mm-hmm. like that would happen at the holes and then kind of like indirect storytelling mm-hmm. through. Uh, I think that would you know like somebody does that name your fucking price like <laughs> if somebody if somebody's already done that and someone listening knows about it. Uh, tell me so I can choose where I go on vacation next because that's so exciting to me. Like, yeah. I love that idea so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's one of those things. Uh, one of my favorite like little story bits in Akewood is after uh, after Roast Beef gets married, uh, his his honeymoon is a, uh, a a mini golf tour of the entire United States. <laughs> yeah, yeah that would be great. Yeah, like I, I would do it. Yeah. Play mini golf in every state. Mm-hmm. When I was on tour, we used to stop it. Like if there was mini golf, I would force people to. To stop and play and like it would rare, we'd rarely get Force. through 18 holes because well like i was the only one who wanted to do it yeah um but but i was just kinda like come on let's take a break uh it'll be fun and we'd get through like nine holes and then stop yep yeah mm-hmm. um yeah but, so that, that that's mini golf mm-hmm. right I, I i think so i mean we can talk a little bit like there there weren't a lot of like multi-level courses uh which usually happens um sometimes in mini golf yeah uh yeah yeah. And it's, it's all, I mean, mini golf, it's all just your, it's your mm-hmm. putting game, but instead of just controlling your, your kind of force and, and angle, you're also, you know, kind of, uh, using the geometry to bank things much yeah, more often. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, where it's, uh, where it's fun. I actually used, um, like I'm not a big golf person, so mm-hmm. I ended up using, uh, Mario golf skills and that <laughs> I knew because the, the green was wet, yeah. uh, the ball would move significantly slower. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks. Yeah. Had to, had to had to put a put a put a lot of uh, uh, sauce on whatever you hit. You mentioned yeah. dri- driving range. Is that something that you do? Um, I've done it before. Mm-hmm. I I bet you I can't do it now because my shoulder's all fucked up. Yeah, I bet you that I bet you that's dead to me. But um, it, back in uh, Illinois when I lived there, there was a, a driving range next to a family, like mm-hmm. kind of a really small family fun center. Yeah, and I used to do that with some frequency. 
Yeah. Have you ever done a you ever done a pitch and putt? Yeah. 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 That's, that the, is, that's actually that's the only great. way I've okay. like I've never yeah. I've never done I don't have any interest in like a full golf mm-hmm. course because it would just take me forever. Like I don't have the skills for it. Yeah. But uh but a pitch and putt I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. doing. Like uh that that's pretty much that's pretty much my my ideal golf experience yeah do a pitch so. and do do a pitch and putt you know walk 18 on that uh you split a six pack of beer with a buddy like that is a yeah. that is a good time yeah yeah nothing nothing wrong with that nothing. um yeah i had a lot of fun uh, doing that and it's actually kind of weirdly that was uh my hometown was good for for micro golf experiences there are a couple mini golf things and a pitch and putt course mm-hmm. um you know nearby yeah, so that might other... be a midwest thing i'm not sure because we have yeah uh, we, we have a preponderance of those as well um List up in Mansfield. Yeah, good. That's a good time. Yeah. So, not a family fun time, but recommended mm-hmm. nonetheless. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yep. So, uh, moving on here, the next thing that we did, uh, would I think it might have been the highlight for me was the go karts. Yeah. 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 The uh, Bowwinkle has a has a high quality go kart mm-hmm. track, um, and because nobody was there, they let us go for fucking ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would you say like fifteen minutes? I, you know, it feels like more than that even, but it had to have been that. And it's supposed to be five. Yeah. So just to give you, and, and hilariously, like they, they, you know, you start out, you have the green light and mm-hmm. they're supposed to give you the yellow light on the, the two laps before you have to turn in. Mm-hmm. And we went, you know, maybe three or four laps of green light and then maybe 20, <laughs> 20 to 22 laps of yellow light yeah. and it just kept going. <laughs> they yeah. Didn't, the teens didn't give a fuck. <laughs> nope. Like, <laughs> like it just at one point they were starting to wheel out the to, to wheel out the divider to get us back into the corral for the carts. That was and, just the seven more laps warning. Like. Yes, it was. And like, <laughs> and I, I slowed down and I was like, "This is kind of halfway out. You know, should I should I pull in?" It's like, "Ah, just whatever." Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, like, we don't even care. Yeah. Thanks, teens. Thanks. Yeah. Um, like my 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 butt got, my butt got real numb and I got soaked by the rain. But <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like I, I this physically like got me. In multiple ways, like just having my legs up too, yeah. like kind of like uh, poising my leg above a pedal without actually mm-hmm. having it down the entire time, like that muscle, mm-hmm. whatever you call that, uh, got got pretty uh, pretty. Hard. This was the first time. So we, uh, my girlfriend Elizabeth went with us. This yeah. is the first time she's ever go karted. Oh, yep. You know, I, I, yeah, I heard her say that. So why yeah. am I why am I acting surprised? Oh, <laughs> for for its radio theater. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, it, it's uh, so that, that was really cool. I I fucking love go karts. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is some of the like the most like it's it's what it is is it's that feeling of exhilaration you get like the heightened sense of speed that you have without uh, being protected by a car, <clears throat> right? So you're not actually going very fast, but you feel like you are mm-hmm. because you're out of the open. Yeah. Um. That comes also with a roller coaster, except you're in absolute control of it. Exactly. Yep. And that's that's really powerful because you know a roller coaster is something I can't really do you know anymore with with impunity, mm-hmm. but this is is just I don't know it's really very empowering, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, this, yeah. like their, their course is really good too. Like they have a nice, uh, a, a nice mixture of turns. Yeah. Uh, they've got just enough straightaway to, you know, like you, you never really pick up speed cause they've got like limiters on it, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, like it's, uh, it, it is, it is very, very thoughtfully designed. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So the, like that first or that second curve where you could do the, your backswing out, mm-hmm. like I could do that really consistently, yeah. which was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, again, yeah. like applying Mario, like, like there, there, there's yep. just like a Mario fun center kind of episode yeah. that we could <laughs> Man, probably somebody do. make that. I think like the Nintendo Nintendo land is kind of like that, but mm. not really. Maybe what is it? What is Nintendo land? Uh, that was a pack in with the Wii. Uh, oh no! I don't want a game. I want I want like a, a oh place. okay like a place okay yeah <laughs> like, like I want you, you I were wanna, like, like like I feel like I dashed your hopes <laughs> by mentioning a thing that doesn't exist. 
<laughs> no, no. Like somebody make like um like how GameWorks is branded by Sega. Like oh, yeah. I want an all Nintendo branded like Family Fun Center with yeah. like a, you sit in a Mario Kart. Uh huh. That would be so good. That would be that would be fantastic. Ah, oh, that'd be worth a, a trip to glorious Nippon. <laughs> <laughs> or to or to do a uh, like a like a combination uh, uh, laser tag go kart kind of thing. Yeah, where you have like a like a shell gun or whatever, and just kind of like yeah. you score points off of people. It's yeah. not, it's kind of hard just because it, you just get behind somebody and keep on tagging them. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they'd have to have a period of invincibility. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, and they could drop bananas on you. Oh, so and like and when you when you got hit, it cut your engine. Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That would actually, I could see that being more frustrating than anything. Yeah, <laughs> but just having the, you know, I would just have fun sitting in a replica of a Mario Kart. Yeah, and yeah. seeing you know the hills and pipes and stuff. Yeah, um, uh, good night. I mean, somebody, <laughs> so, you know, Nintendo make that so we can kickstart it. Yeah, so we can kickstart our going to. It. Yeah, like so. Okay, so like, I swear that's not going to be our solution for everything we want, but <laughs> that's what you guys do to everything. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, uh, but uh, but yeah, this was fun. My my strategy because I was in the first card, I kind of got out ahead, so I just like waited around for. I, I never wanted to just be going alone, so there was yeah. like just a just a period where just kind of like if if I ever got too far ahead or behind, I would just wait until I had somebody to jockey for position with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no uh, there's no. It's not the kind of thing. Again, going back to that, you shouldn't play these things competitively. Mm-hmm. Like all. Go karts are not created equal, right? You know, like they're gonna they're gonna have variance in, in speed and control, and there are different levels of maintenance and stuff like mm-hmm. that too. Like there probably are people who do like races mm-hmm. and stuff, like just straight up Final Destination style <laughs> races, and that's that's dumb. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, also, we didn't we didn't go to this one. There's another family fun center um, nearby where they have these. Uh, I think they call them F1 go karts, mm-hmm. and it is the fastest go kart I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Been on, you have to have a driver's license. Nice to drive on them, and uh, they they are ridiculous. Like I don't, I'm bad with with you know measures. Like I'm not an, a numbers person, so it's difficult for me to say how. Fa- and I don't really drive, mm-hmm. so it's hard for me to say how fast you're going. But it felt uh, it was definitely the fastest I've ever been in a go kart, and it felt street legal. Yeah, like it felt like I, I was going as fast as I do when I'm driving at a good clip, like between yeah. towns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, even, you know, 15 to 25 miles per hour is really fast or feels really fast when you're that close to the road. Yeah. Yeah. That close to the road and that, uh, you know, out and exposed. Mm-hmm. So you're feeling the wind and you're getting, uh, you know, in this case, yeah. the rain and everything. So when there's these additional elements of kind of velocity, velocity feeling. Yeah. I'm not suicidal, so I'd never buy a, a motorcycle. However, like that helps me understand the, uh, oh, the yeah. appeal, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I would, I would like, I, I want to get a, I keep thinking about getting a Vespa, mm-hmm. which would be like a slower, safer yeah, version of yeah. that. Yeah. This, like weirdly, like a lot of people I work with, like collect scooters. Like they just and like, that is strange. Yeah. Like we have like two or three people at my office who like, you know, spend their off time, you know, like at work or, you know, just like browsing Craigslist to find, you know, these scooters and they post on Facebook about them. It's like uh, of, of the weird obsessions that a person could have, like, that's kind of cool actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's odd. Yeah. It seems like an expensive thing to collect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's you know sure. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure, and I'm sure it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, to, to drive around in them. Yeah. The, I, and, <laughs> so I straight up spun you out at one point too. Just yeah, to... yeah, yeah. <laughs> super, super dick move. And the other thing is, you can't. Uh, the go karts didn't have reverse, so yeah. To turn around, I had to drive up a hill, and then like gravity turned me. Like, yeah. let me just kind of like scoot mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I assure you that I didn't do it on purpose. 
Well, we, we, it was hard to, uh, uh, you know, we, we spent most of the time, you know, close to each other. So mm-hmm. it was hard not to doing those turns. If you're going to make up any ground, you kind of had to touch the other, yeah. other person. Mm-hmm. The other real strategy that there was, was to, uh, uh, try to stay out in front of the person on straightaways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that was all that you could, you could really do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then we, and then, uh, yeah. So that, that was, that's super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, well recommended. It's kind of a weird dollar per, per minute value proposition in mm-hmm. most cases because they tend to be pricier than this one was usually when I see them yeah, and yeah. they are really shorter. Mm-hmm. But if you're at the thing, just like I think I would say spring for it. Yeah. You know, cause it like, you don't really want to do it for 15 minutes either. Like it was really fun, but I was probably like, a, it probably went a couple laps longer than I needed. Yeah. You know, like this is, this is amazing. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is really cool. Oh, this is good. This is good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, like the, like the longer it went, the more I found myself just trying to drift. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. It became, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I was also getting more physically uncomfortable. Yeah. Too. The one thing about that F1, those super fast go karts, is the uh, fuel fumes were way worse. Oh yeah, too. Yeah, it was intense. Like mm-hmm. if you know, you were the the area where you're kind of idling in the uh, in the the beginning um, was really nauseating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So super yep. fun. Yep. Um, after that, we did batting cages. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Which again, it's another. It's a sport I don't <laughs> have very much interested in. Interest in, but like the micro version of it, I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, my, uh, my cage was unfortunately broken at yeah. uh, first, but I got, and then I ended up getting 20 free dollars. <laughs> like she's like, I'll just put some more money on there and just hit a random button and gave me $20 and then restarted my, some teen yeah. came out and restarted my, my machine. Yeah. I came out and used a broom to clear a ball jam. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Serious case of ball jam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, like we, we, we did the softball or uh, I think we all did. Uh, yeah. Softball overhand. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I feel like mine was tuned just a little bit too slow because the balls had trouble reaching me. Um, yeah, but, I had uh, to kind of move up a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I was I was surprised. It's been a little while since I've done a batting cage for as much as I love them. But I was uh, I was hitting them, you know, consistently and pretty far. Yeah, you know, which it's yeah. hard, you know, hard not to with softball overhead. Uh, yeah, overhead, but, that, but I mean, that's and that's why I'm in it for. Like you, you do the hardball one because like your coach. <laughs> is making you do it you know like you have to like you're doing a lap but you do the softball one because you want that really gratifying feeling of hitting a ball yeah like you know that very loud crack a shock that moves through your whole body and then mm-hmm. seeing you know something like it is it's it's a really micro you know like small reward kind of feeling yeah 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 you get that like nice little like uh moment of hyper awareness Right yeah. before you're about to hit the ball is like time kind of slows down and you're like, okay, I'm going to physically, like <laughs> I'm going yeah. to do something that is slightly physically demanding and tricky and get this, get this payoff from it. Yeah. yeah and again, consistently succeed in it. Mm-hmm. And the, um, it's also like a real fun exercise in your spatial awareness, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you keep your eye on the ball, but you're not like literally looking down at the bat to make sure it's in the same spot. Like mm-hmm. you just kind of have to be aware enough of your surroundings and your own body to, to kind of make it work yeah so i just i just had, I just had a, sounds like a, a computer explaining yeah. sports I just, I just had a moment like where i i, I flashed into the perspective of somebody listening to this <laughs> and i kind of want to take our lunch money <laughs> like, yeah, it's so cool to just feel like <laughs> yeah like of course yeah that's like something literally everybody experiences <laughs> Starman. um <laughs> What is this thing called sport? <laughs> tell tell yeah. me at the waters of your homeland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can now. Uh, yeah, anybody. Uh, if anybody wants to take my lunch money for this, <laughs> yeah, 
we talk about uh, the joy of experience, right? Yeah, we're, we're just saying, yeah, we're examining why it feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that, um, that is that is what feels good about it. Something that doesn't feel good is trying to cram my head in one of those fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> helmets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're real tight. They're not made for for adult men with big melons. Nope. Um, which no. uh, we have. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, and a batting cage. One of the other things I want to say about batting cages is that it's perpetually one of the best values in fun. Yeah. Like I've never seen a batting cage that costs more than two twenty five, <laughs> and it's always for like thirty pitches. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, like you could, you could, you know, just spending uh, like, so again, like, I just feel like it's this weird kind of essential experience while you're there. Like, hey, hit a few balls, man. Mm-hmm. Just uh, go, go for the variety of this. That's that's one big thing about family fun centers that they have over arcades is this like real variety of experiences mm-hmm. that you're getting. And I really appreciate that. Like, yeah. I like anything. It's like how I kind of like eating at food courts and malls, even yeah. though like it's ten, tends to be substandard food. But you can just kind of get a little bit from everywhere and you get this like wide array of choices. Mm-hmm. You know, immediately, I really appreciate that. Yeah, and kind of like as as we round out the uh, you know this kind of like big physical stuff here, uh, kind of like something that seems essential about these fun centers is kind of that that communal aspect too. Yeah, right. Like this is this this is something for groups of people to do, as yeah. opposed to arcades, which can you know X Men aside tend to be solitary experiences. Sure. Right? Like and even yeah, the times that we've gone to uh, you know like even when we've gone to ground control and such. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an element where it's like, oh, well, I'm going to play some Tetris, mm-hmm. you know, or, or when we, when we actually went to the arcade this time, you know, we had three people with us, mm-hmm. you know, okay, well, we're going to play, you know, Street Fighter against each other or what have you. Mm-hmm. And third person just going to kind of hang out. The music's pumping. You can't really talk. Yeah. It's not really. And this is, this is a much more kind of genial, uh, social thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, there's one other big thing that uh, is available uh, at a at a bunch of uh, of these fun center kind of places, but we didn't do, uh, which mm-hmm. is laser tag. Uh, do we have anything that we, that we want to say regard in general about that? Um, the times that like laser tag remind the times I played it. Uh, my cousin had a laser tag facility near his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I used to my kind of better well off uh, cousin and would go hang out at his house, and it was mm-hmm. ruined the same way that. Um, uh, what is it? Counter Strike is ruined for me. Where like we would go in with our group of people who didn't really know what they were doing, and there were just people who did it all the time, who would just mm-hmm. destroy us at it. Yeah. I never had a big enough group to have two teams of you know like you know similarly amateur people, right? Which is what which is why I feel like you need to have fun in a directly competitive <laughs> multiplayer game like that. Yeah, well, it's 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 a direct parallel of the uh, of the King of the the Fun Center episode of King of the Hill, where where Green Day guest starred and they yeah. were playing paintball. Yeah, <laughs> like, yep, yeah, yeah, and and we didn't go in like do you know do training and everything, right? To, right. to go in like knowing my age, I probably just went home and cried, and then <laughs> <laughs> and they went about my day. Yeah, um, yeah, played some Sega Master System games over mm-hmm. at the cousin's house, but the uh, I like the idea of of laser tag a whole lot. Um, and you can kind of get this experience on your own too, which is interesting. Yeah. Like when you go to a laser tag place, essentially you are, what you're renting is an arena, mm-hmm. um, because you can get a good set of laser tag equipment now for not too much. Like if you have friends and you think this might be interesting to you, yeah. go find like a wooded area, mark off some boundaries and get to it. Yeah. It's you like, paint, it's like paintball in that way. Like a paintball yeah. gun is not expensive, but you go to an actual facility, uh, because you know, they've actually like put down the trails and everything. Right. Well, not just that, but like, can you, if I just wanted to go to a natural national forest and play paintball, I probably couldn't. Right. Because it's going to leave paint everywhere. Yeah, I think so. So you have to like find like an actual woods that nobody cares about. 
Yeah, well, then if you want to do it illegally, or like I, th- I thought that you had to do paintball in kind of like, you know, areas that it was uh, it meant for. But I don't know. I don't know that to be true. I've never yeah. played paintball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, laser tag you can do anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. And the uh, and again, whenever I see something like this, I I my dream is to have tons of money and sink it into a big story based experience with it, <laughs> yeah. like a, a like a real life like rent out an apartment building. Mm-hmm. You know, and have like a real life, you know, first person shooter. Yeah, do like experience. a combination haunted house laser tag kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 the way you said "yep" just sounded like I, like you know, jumped jumped ahead in the conversation. No, <laughs> and, no, no. It wasn't like, that. guess it was what just, your idea was? No, no. Like just like that. That's exactly what I I, I mean. Like you're yeah. you're on the same page with that. Uh-huh. And and also that's I would I love that idea so much and would love to do it. Yeah. Like that would be you know mm-hmm. that speaks to me. Yeah. So so, so there, there there's one thing that I don't particularly ah, haunted care. mini golf. Oh, why, yeah. why not? <laughs> why? God damn it. Mix any of these things together. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. It's like the best, right? Ah, haunted mini golf would be so great. Uh-huh. Like, like you'd have to like try to make your shot and there'd be this like, ten, you know, something might pop out or, or uh-huh. do something, you know, when you're, or something would intimidate you into trying not to make the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The psychological edge yeah. that, <laughs> not, you know, no. that mini golf is missing. Yeah. Like, like not to be ableist or normative or whatever, but, uh, to do a mini, to do, to, to do a mini golf in like a, a an insane asylum kind of feel. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Like that, just like overlay that metaphor mm-hmm. over it. Yeah, yeah man. That, 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 like yeah, that, that would be a really easy thing for someone to do like a source mod of like, <laughs> and that would, that would work. Like that would get green lighted if you just like made a, made a solid mini golf engine uh-huh. and then just use all of like kind of source resources to make a really scary, you know, ocean hide, oceanside hotel esque like haunted yeah. house experience for it. Jesus. Done we're, and done. We're, we're giving away million dollar ideas here. You know, Gary. we're IP factory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, but uh, there's there's one thing that I don't particularly care for with laser tag, which is fog machines. Mm. I had a really bad experience uh, when I was a teenager playing laser tag. I think they may have like put a little bit too much fog into the area, but like I got like respiratory distress. Oh, that's like I, I was not asthmatic um, as a as a as a child. However, it like like just it stank and uh, it got really hard to breathe, and it continued being hard to breathe even yeah. after. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, that'll, that'll happen. Um, I have a, I have a fog machine, um, you know, cause I was in a band and, uh, just as you do. <laughs> and, uh, it, that, that's a real serious, you know, thing that can happen and has happened to us at a couple shows. And also the fog, the stuff that you put in it, which is called fog juice. <laughs> um, which sort of, sounds like a reagent from uh like elder scrolls or something. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah exactly. Or just like a, like a, like a prison liquor. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's, it stinks so bad in it's concentrated form. Yeah. Like you open this up and it's just like, you know, Satan fart <laughs> all over. Yeah. It's nasty. Mm-hmm. So between like between the two of them, I think I I think I prefer, prefer paintball for the for the for the small amount of time that I've ever actually played paintball. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, laser tag has has a definite appeal. Yeah, like I can yeah. definitely see it, and I, and there have been advances like in the the technology, mm-hmm. everything. Like I have friends who are into it, and they talk about it because when I first started playing it, I was much younger. It was like early nineties. Um, the your kind of hot zones that you could hit with the rifles um, were small, um, you know, and. Uh, mm-hmm. There wasn't kind of like that much granularity. Like you didn't have health. Like you just kind of got shot and were out mm-hmm. and stuff. And I just imagine like you could do all kinds of stuff yeah. now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the other thing too, the the big pro strat when I played um, that took me a long time to get a hold of was if you shot somebody, it wasn't meant to be, but the tip of someone's gun mm-hmm. because it used the same kind of infrared, you know, whatever the, the, the technology was using um, would also count as a hit on the person. Right. 
So you had to be const- you know constantly aware of where you're holding your gun and make sure nobody could get an angle on the tip of it. Yeah, uh, which made kind of peeking around corners and uh, and doing things really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was part of that. Those are the, what those teens that that ruined us. <laughs> the Green Day teens did. Um, that's how they did it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So we had a little bit of an intermission um, after we did the batting cages, where we decided to uh, grab a bite. And uh, mm-hmm. this is a definite attraction for uh, the fun centers uh, for yeah. the crappy food and the uh, uh, animatronic horror shows. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of like, man, if they just took a fun center and mixed it with a haunted house. Um, and that's what this is. Yeah. Um, weirdly. So Bowwinkles is named after uh, Rocky and Bowwinkle. Mm-hmm. Um, the perpetually, you know, most popular, like ask, ask 30 kids who their favorite cartoon character is. It's going to be Rocky or Bowwinkle. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they're still, they're still doing it. They're still, yeah. still yeah. got it. So still, 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 still running the charts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So weird. Weirdly enough, mm-hmm. that's who it was. Even though kids could not possibly care less <laughs> about them, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of scaled back. It was a uh, you know just a Rocky and a Bullwinkle. Yeah. Uh, in the standard like swamp jug band. <laughs> yeah, like up. country bear jamboree light kind of feel. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like we've got we've got to make instruments about what from whatever we can find yeah. in this moonshine still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they consulted Tom Waits and yeah. 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 The uh, and and kind of weirdly, like it's actually that's more animatronics than they had at Chuck E. Cheese because I went to Chuck E. Cheese. They would play a video of the backing band, but there mm-hmm. was just Chuck E. Cheese himself standing on a on a dais <laughs> um, in the middle, and that was it. Yeah. So this was you know it had at least a little bit more production than that because mm-hmm. there was a you know a, a, at least a crate for them to sit on. <laughs> so, um, yeah. The Bullwinkle had been burned. Yep. <laughs> there, yeah. had been, there had been a fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there had been a rock of fire explosion yeah, i wish that had happened when we were there like he's just yeah. you know talking about catching boris and natasha and his arm goes on fire and just like a panicky workman comes out and sprays him down and then like walks back all dejectedly <laughs> that's how the show ends yeah. there's just like somebody who's waiting in the wings with the fire explosion. yeah like i i would have loved that oh, to man. see that don't, don't worry son bullwinkle will be okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the 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 really scary thing i think we have recordings of this which i will send to you with the audio um is that you know we sat right up next to uh, uh rocky and bullwinkle when we were eating our various fried foods and drinking our beer and uh because we were so close and because the sound comes from the uh the, the you know the speakers in the ceiling the uh the, the the animatronic noises that like the whirring of the servos was louder than the music or the talking way louder yeah like i couldn't understand anything they oh were no it was a it was a muffled mess i think yeah had, was... i think they had it low just because we were the only people there and they didn't want to because they well they didn't want to listen to it anymore yeah but yes um <laughs> the uh uh but yeah it was it was a uh, super super haunting Mm-hmm. sounding um there's also like it's kind of a weird they're on a stage and there's a wooden born boris and natasha mm-hmm. that looks kind of like the masthead of a ship yeah above that also spoke uh-huh and then they would show kind of like teen disney style vid- music videos yeah inclu- between songs including minecraft style yes <laughs> uh, a par- parody of the perpetually popular uh gangnam gangnam style mm-hmm. um yeah which is weird like i didn't realize i i i Knew this on some level how popular Minecraft was with kids. Yeah. But I didn't think it was going to be like Rocky and Bowwinkle popular. Yeah. But apparently it is. <laughs> so, hasn't, hasn't reached that echelon. Yeah. As, as popular as Rocky yeah. and Bowwinkle. Now yeah. I've seen everything. The, it joined, joined the pantheon of, you know, child gods. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, my, my, uh, chicken wings were serviceable. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't great, but they were fine. Yeah. I, I, I felt a little, uh, uh, you know, I, I went with the chicken fingers, you know, as you do. Um, yep. I, I probably should have got gone with the pizza because that's the, uh, the, the, the penultimate fun center food. Yeah. Not I took, I took a bite of, uh, of, uh, Elizabeth's and it was real, like, it was like Chuck E. Cheese, you know, quality pizza. Yeah. Well, Chuck yeah. E. Cheese like is a, is offensive because they, they they design it to be as bland as possible for kids. Yeah, it, it might as well be like ketchup on a saltine. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fun Center Pizza is pretty pretty rough. Yeah, pretty execrable. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 <clears throat> um, but yeah, so then we having having eaten, um, we kind of spent the second half of our day uh, playing arcade and ticket games. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like just talking about uh, in generalities, mm-hmm. you know, about ticket games. Um, so it's kind of a weird relationship. The way that arcade games are set up to, you know, to munch quarters um, with no, you know, like you have to, you have to sit down and really be prepared to make an investment to like beat an arcade game. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, there's actually like a more direct, like you're getting something for this, even though the, 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 you know, the odds are still stacked against you and you have to get a monumental amount of tickets to get anything significant. Yeah. Uh, clearly like there is a, there's a more one-to-one, there's a, like a, a ratio between skill and reward more so than like the Simpsons arcade game, You're which right. is just a relationship between quarter and reward. Mm-hmm. You know, like how much money you have equals how much you'll win because there's really no, you know, there's no, no one's done like a challenge run where they, they get through Simpsons on one quarter. Right. You know, you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not how those work. Whereas like you can do, you know, there are good ski ball players. Like I've watched YouTube's of really excellent ski ball players who, you know, sit down and get these like monumental high scores just through mm-hmm. practice and, and dexterity. Yeah. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, and this also does feel like a holdover again from the from the carnival days, where in, in within a particular game, if you knock over the milk jugs, you know you get the you get the stuff to bear for your sweetie. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly exactly what it is. Yeah, except in this case, you have to save up uh, you know one hundred eighty thousand tickets in order to get the Garmin GPS. Yeah, <laughs> you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, and sadly there are no tickets. Like they've mm-hmm. taken the the Dave and Buster's yeah. model of doing the cards that keep everything, which is kind of convenient. But I mm-hmm. miss having the tickets. Yeah, like just you know, like getting them and then folding them over in units of five. Yeah, you know, so you you would know how much you had. It was easy to count. Yeah. Well, yeah. they, they, there's kind of a weird like, interstitial step in there too. So the ones that still have tickets, um, there's a place called um, the the name is escaping me. There's another fun center in town that's also a nickel arcade, mm-hmm. um, which is a good t- good you know good time and second run theater. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good place. Oh. And uh, the way they do their tickets is they just have a, they do a scale, so they just have like a tear weight and then they um, weigh your tickets and then they always round up by like ten or twenty because they don't give a fuck. Yeah, and you're you know you're never gonna get ripped off, but then you don't have to count them count mm-hmm. them out. And then at Chuck E. Cheese, they actually had a machine that ate them, yeah. which is really awesome. Like, uh, that thing's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I can understand that from, like, an expense standpoint. And also, you know, yeah, you probably shouldn't be using paper for tickets if you don't have to. But uh, yeah. it is nice to have that tactile feel. Well, and I miss tokens, too. Like, tokens yeah. are really attractive. The individual branding of the mm-hmm. the arcade, like, that's really nice. Yeah. Um, which is weird because there were certain games that required tokens in order to operate. And I didn't understand how you got them. Yeah, like yeah, like you yeah. had to. There, there was like an exchange rate to it. Yeah, I found some tokens and played one of those, but I never bought any tokens. Right. So I don't know how that worked either. But there's only a couple of them. It's like the they're probably you know big money makers, um, but they don't have like a card version of them. 
there's literally only like two or three that require tokens, and mm-hmm. it was those uh, the ledge pushing yeah, ones yeah. with uh, you know that kind of breathing ledge that's moving in and out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we played some uh, some ticket games. Yeah, um, with our cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for first off, we, we didn't get a direct. Uh, you know, this this isn't a ticket game, but I think it is the uh, like the highest reward to investment ratio in the like in any place ever. Yeah, which is um, in life. Yeah, like in I, life. I get more like more out of this. Like I come, you know, I make a certain amount of money when I go to work every day. Yeah, and I feel like I'm in the hole at the end of the day. Like the <laughs> amount of effort and depression that this causes me is not worth the money that I get. Uh-huh. However, this is this is probably the best investment to value <laughs> ratio that I've ever had. And ever will have, yeah, until I die. So <laughs> we kept on going back to this thing, <laughs> yeah. just because it felt so good, and also because yeah. we were trying to complete a set. Yeah, but uh, for, uh, for for people who don't <laughs> weren't there with us, which is likely <laughs> that you weren't, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a game where you win little dinos. Uh, and, yeah. uh, it's, they're on like this rotating platter or this rotating dish. It spins around and your crane is a red robotic, um, T-Rex skeleton. Yep. Yep. And you press a button to choose when he, uh, you know, goes down, uh, you know, bends down and then you pull on this lever to close his jaws and whatever dinos, uh, plural you get, it lifts up and then moves over to this thing and you have to time when you, uh, when you let go. Right. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, and it's a there's a it's a physical the lever that you have actually controls in a one to one his grip, so you have to like really jam down on the lever and, mm-hmm. and hold on to these dinos. Yeah, and you can also um, open and close his jaws in order to like jostle stuff around if you're trying. Yeah, to, if you're trying yes. to like expose something to be picked up. Yeah, it, it's it's like you know, so it's kind of like a little bit like a claw game, mm-hmm. um, but like a really excellent claw yeah. game that's really you know really fair. It's definitely made for kids. Like you have to get down on your knees to play it. Uh-huh. Um, and also the reward is plastic dinos. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, uh, and so we spent most of our time in this kill, like, kill a kitty land getting these dinosaurs. Yeah. But we did walk away with like 21 plastic dinosaurs. Yes. <laughs> so just so to, unless you think that's silly or for all for not we came away with 21 plastic dinosaurs and I combined them with the ones I'd won from previous visits. And the only one I need now is the water one. Yeah, and I have yeah. all of them. No, no, I was, I was happy. I was able to get, uh, to get the uh, pterodactyl for you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's, there are a couple of them I hadn't gotten before that I, cause the, me and me and Elizabeth have sat down and, and worked on this dino machine before, but never with this kind of ferocity. Um, so mm-hmm. never, you know, walking with 20 dinos, but <laughs> with this, just, with this yeah. monomaniacal, just uh, grim determination. Yeah, it just yeah. it just felt good to do, and it was a nice, simple goal. And you you win win like I like dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> I, I'm gonna put this. I'm so glad that I just typed real quick to see if this machine has you know internet about it, and it does. So I'll be able to put in a YouTube of this, so you guys yeah. know what we're talking about. Are, like, are are we inadvertently joining some kind of like weird online social club of people who are aware of and passionate about this thing? I don't know. One of the, there's a, there's a, the, the mighty dino, mighty mini dino prize merchandiser machine factory video clip that looks like it's from you know, like 1982. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great. It was yeah. really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, 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 we continue going back to that every, uh, every, every so often, but, uh, that was right next to the ski ball, which mm-hmm. I, I now realize why it felt a little weird is because it was kid proportioned. Like yeah. that, that was over in the kitty land. So like I, I found myself like overshooting or just the angles were off. Right. Yeah. 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 There's not, there's not adult uh, ski ball here. 
Right. Um, we were at a bar later that had skee ball, yeah. um, but we didn't end up playing it. Yeah, that looked real fun. Like it was, it was like really like it, it was an actual installation. It was like yeah, there the when they were wooden. It was like the wooden yeah. skee balls, like classic. Well, what was that place called? Like old seventy seven or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, this place just had kind of kids. It was a fireball. Mm-hmm. Is the name of it? Um, had skee ball. It had the the two most popular variants for skee ball, mm-hmm. which is the knockout knockdown the clowns mm-hmm. with the skee balls and uh, the basketball hoops. Yeah. Um, the basketball hoops one I think is seems fucking impossible to me. <laughs> um, like that seems so hard to like ski ball ski ball up into a hoop. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm and for clowns I'm more used to using an air cannon for that, which we did later. Yeah. Um, but the uh, yeah ski ball mm-hmm. real fun. I'm looking on Amazon right now to see if it's possible to just buy a ski ball. Mm-hmm. Um, not one of those uh, like dimpled plastic ones, but uh, to yeah, actually like like a like a like a wooden one as an artifact because those are so satisfying to like f- like throw and hold and use. Yeah, you know, like like just as something to like play around with at my desk. That would be nice to have. It is possible. I've seen them on eBay. Yeah, before. like vintage ones are expensive, but I've seen reasonably priced. Yeah, you know, ski balls, um, like wooden ski balls. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, there are there are collectors for old carnival stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, it is possible to get. Yeah. Um, you have a particular strategy for, I guess it's not a strategy, but don't you just, uh, always go for the big ticket? That was the, that was yeah. the variant that we came up with at Chuck E. Cheese Yeah, is that, uh, just you go 500 or you go home, mm-hmm. you know, because, uh, you can kind of like, I feel like I can pretty consistently get like forties in ski ball, yeah. like that second to the middle <clears throat> one. Um, mostly just by hugging, hugging the edge. You know, kind of doing a little bit of a curve and hugging the wall. Yeah. And get those fairly consistently, and that's how I get my best scores. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, that whole idea of there being no consequence for any of this mm-hmm. and that you shouldn't be cons- uh, competitive. Um, last time we just came up with the variant where it's just you just go for the big ones because mm-hmm. anytime you get it, it's like a win. Like yeah. it's really hard to get up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then we were saying you were in the 500 club, which was, mm-hmm. which was great. Unlike the real 500 club, which is, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Wait, the seven, the, the 700? The 700 club. That's yeah, there right. we go. There we go. Yeah, that's what I meant. No, but you know, you you get into the seven hundred club and you get the uh, the 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 immortality pancakes. That's true. <laughs> so, if, you, if you so once I got into the five hundred club, I only needed two hundred more. Yeah, to get those pancakes, <laughs> and then another thirteen thousand to get a GPS. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the uh, but yeah, it's a so that that's not it's not necessarily a strategy. I would call it a variant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of uh, ski ball. Yeah, and, uh, a custom rule set. Yeah. Yeah. They're selling an antique ski ball in here for like uh, uh twenty five bucks, which, you know, not in the budget right now, but that is that that is reasonable yeah. for a nice extravagant thing to have. So yeah, huh. I think so. Yeah, uh, but yeah, ski ball, real good time. It's a staple of these kind of things. Um, yeah. So these yeah. next two, like these, uh, like the uh, Wheel of Fortune and Deal or No Deal, uh, like we got a lot of tickets out of those, didn't we? Yeah, that was these are these are our big ticket wins. Yeah, um, they are. Uh, Ticket versions of the popular uh, game show, TV game shows. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wheel of Fortune one is a little bit different because you don't have the entire alphabet right. available to you um, at any given time. Like, Or when you're solving the puzzle, you don't. You have to put in the letters in order right. um, that they want them. So it's a little bit more confusing mm-hmm. uh, than that. And you don't play against anybody. Yeah. Um, I was trying to articulate why I like, even though I think it's, you know, it's, it's newer and stupider, <laughs> why I like the deal or no deal. Yeah. arcade game more and it's because it's a one-player game oh yeah, yeah so like the the it emulates what it is to be in that game whereas mm-hmm. the wheel of fortune game like is a little bit off because it's just you versus a computer yeah you know, it doesn't quite feel right yeah 
I'm sure it would take like a minimal uh, level of effort to comprehend uh, Deal or No Deal, like maybe maybe like five to ten minutes of reading about it. But every time yeah. I've had somebody explain it to me um, or like walk me through it, it, it's just baffling. Yeah, it's just it's it's one of the the only reason why I know it is because I would spend some miserable uh, like holiday visits back at my my parents' house, mm-hmm. and they just watch bad TV. Mm-hmm. So it's the reason why I've seen like the racist pawn pawn show uh, <laughs> on the History Channel, like the Detroit Pawn, and yeah, and, you know, I watch bad TV when I'm there, and that's why I've watched some Deal or No Deal. Yeah, um, it's just it's just risk reward the game. <laughs> yeah, like that that's the entirety of the the mechanic is is it worth you know trading a small reward now for the chance of a bigger reward. Yeah. And that's what, that's why it's engaging constantly with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, it's pretty like, I don't, I'd never watched the show. The fact that they stretch out one game of that, like how long would you say one of those games took? Uh, like the, the arcade version, probably, yeah. you know, like maybe three minutes. Yeah. Three, and that's, the, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's the same thing that happens in the TV show version, except that's a half hour. So like, just imagine <laughs> like Howie Mandel fucking, you know, <laughs> grinning like an idiot and, yeah. and, and glad handing and stuff yeah. to fill up another 27 minutes. Wearing those fucking earrings. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's kind of like, uh, how like who wants to be a millionaire would stretch like five questions over an hour. I hate that so much. Yeah. That's the worst thing about like, Something like right around the same time that was like when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire came out, it was right by the kind of reality TV boom. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality TV yeah. trick. Like any reality TV show probably has about, you know, one fifth of it is actual content and the rest yeah. of it is recaps yeah. and flash forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I yeah. hate that stuff. Like that, value my fucking time. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's that's one of those. I, I, I like uh, I like Hell's Kitchen or not Hell's yeah. Kitchen, uh, but uh, uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. And the British version is so much better about it just because it doesn't have that 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 repeated yep. filler. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And quit trying to make me think this is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like you just you know it's like trying to be all sexy and just you yeah. know one like one head time in the season and then an ambulance gets called and they just show it before every commercial break and <laughs> yeah it's so fucking dumb yeah but uh but yeah like we we got a lot of tickets we got like a couple hundred off of the uh the the, the new deal or no deal yeah 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 it's an expensive game so it's like mm-hmm. um like a dollar i think to play um but you're you know you get you get good tickets for it mm-hmm. um and then they're like discounted too so it's like a dollar but you don't actually end up paying a dollar and you can also double or nothing you can go in for two dollars on both these games they're made by the same company mm-hmm. um you know, and have similar kind of models and everything like like uh like literal models like there are just you know like Vanna Whites and and supermodels, which yeah. is the big weird dealer no deal thing where there's like there's 32 <laughs> or 28 supermodels yeah. holding briefcases. Yes. Like and and like it it kind of makes it weird. Like at the end where you're trying to like pick the ones that you're that, yeah. that you're going for. Like you're not so much picking the numbers, but like oh here's the redhead, but click that. Like yeah. just picking the so, women instead, which is kind of so, gross. Somebody somebody was so happy when that show came out. Like somebody's specific fetish was like 28 women holding briefcases. <laughs> Like, yeah. Yes, finally. (laughs) He just got all these like businessware catalogs in front of him. Yeah, and just like collaged into into twenty seven women holding briefcases, like doing like bad photoshops and putting them up on Usenet, like searching desperately for somebody who uh, shares his. uh, And then that one person was Howie Mandel. Yeah. (laughs) Oh Mm. man, don't touch Howie. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Also playing. Yeah. <laughs> Again, just making reference to thing that I like that I think is funny. Uh, you have you seen <laughs> the, the 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 Thirty Rock episode where Kenneth comes up with uh, with Gold Case. Hmm. I've only seen the first three seasons of Thirty Rock. 
I think it so, might. I think it might be in there, but the idea is it's a deal or no deal type thing where uh, one of the cases has a bunch of gold in it, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> bank like the show goes bankrupt because you can tell which one is the uh, is the gold case by the person who's. Oh, struggling the mod- to hold I have it. seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is a thing that I like. But uh, I like they, I like that thing as well. Yeah, yeah. And that um, show is weird. Like it, it's it's I don't remember very much of it. Like I remember liking it. Yeah. But it doesn't have that stickiness because I don't care about any of the characters or plots. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's just a laugh delivery show. There's yeah, no pathos to it whatsoever. So like that, it's not memorable. Like that and uh, uh, to to a certain degree, Scrubs are just live action cartoons, kind of like how yeah. King of the Hill is a uh, is is a cartoon live action show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I'm always going to prefer like a show that isn't that kind of cartoon. Like even, mm-hmm. you know, Adventure Time has more pathos than, yeah. you know, or like the more, you know, I care more about those characters. Mm-hmm. I do the characters in 30 Rock. Like, yeah. you know, who, who gives a shit about anyone in 30 Rock? Like, <laughs> exactly. You know, um, well, this is trying to have it all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's funny. Like it's a funny show, but that's yeah. all it is. Oh, and that's not really enough. Don't disagree. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Like there, there are two things that Elizabeth did here that uh, uh, I think I think she won big on. But uh, there are these weird, uh, like another one of those direct reward kind of things. The Chocolate Factory Claw Game, which is <laughs> sponsored by R. Kelly. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! It's the name of one of his albums. Oh, is it um, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's. I mean, it's gross. It's gross that he named an album that. <laughs> yeah, like well, that, that. That's one of those phrases that can only be a euphemism. Like, yeah. I wouldn't work at a chocolate factory even if they offered me, you know, a dream job. Like, I can't yeah. go like down to the chocolate factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not as brazen as what was that fucking Limp Biscuit album? Uh, oh, like, uh, the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I like. like I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm winching up hearing you say yeah, that. Like, yeah, it's like it's. Cool. You know, it's. It's relatively hard to offend me or, or like make me think that something is beyond the pale. But that is like like that that album title is some kind of like incantation. To... <laughs> yeah, it's a killing word. Yeah, like, uh, like, it's so fucking gross. <laughs> Fred Fred Durst's name is a killing word. <laughs> um, God, yeah. is that? Yeah, I, I I haven't thought about hot dogs, starfish, and <laughs> nasty biscuit water in oh, a long time. God. <laughs> nasty Ugh. biscuit water but yeah uh so god even limp biscuit sounds gross now that i think about it like, i don't like that either <laughs> they did it all for the nookie yeah so, god, so... <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> i haven't thought about them in a long time yeah um so the economics of the chocolate factory game are bizarre to me like, yeah <laughs> yep that yeah. is true yeah just like um try five times to get a tootsie roll but yeah, yeah yeah you can win it's like one of those things where like it's similar to um that chicken egg game that's in sometimes in these things mm-hmm. where like the egg the egg has like some candy in it and you just kind of play until you win yeah claw machine that pushes a thing out there we actually skipped one real quick though and um, we skipped boink oh yeah for I, and, and ballistic slash sky master oh sorry i was so excited to talk about uh we're I, we're, we're doing these generally in the order that we played them so yeah so, so yeah uh, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Uh, no, it's okay. Ahead, uh, but no. yeah, Ballistic and Skymaster. Those are the uh, like the air cannon games. Yeah, you know, oftentimes known as knockdown clown, mm-hmm. but in this time they weren't. And Ballistic, no, so that's actually true. Ballistic is different. Oh, Ballistic was the one with the uh, touchscreen where oh. we threw the plastic balls. Oh yeah, I forgot about and that it, one. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. Like it's like an iPhone game, mm-hmm. like a tapping, you know, type of thing iPhone game. Except you play it, it releases, you know. 
dozens of plastic balls for you to throw at the screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have different metaphors, like, you know, hit the dessert objects, but don't hit the dental floss. Like, yeah, it's like a physical version of uh, Point Blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And yeah. th- that was real fun. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, Sky Cannon was, was paired with, or Sky Master was paired with, like, Horse Horseplay, <laughs> I think was the name of it. Was where, like, with horse dad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where this horse was just entreating you to knock out all of his teeth. <laughs> yeah. Like, all the gold of the voice. When you can't and afford just, a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I tie this to this door and then just, uh, um, yeah, those are the, those are the air cannon thing. Yeah. Which, which looks like that uh, American Gladiator thing. Yeah. There's a little bit of like yeah. American Gladiator to the little DNA. Yeah. A fun center. That's like a mm-hmm. serious fun center. It's a business center. <laughs> That's a <laughs> Go there, do your copies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's a, a fun air cannon, which like is only really notable for that really satisfying, like, <laughs> yeah, that's feel that's so good. It's it's not it's not challenging at all because like especially with Airmaster, the 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 targets were stationary, so you yeah. just had to find the right angle and then just keep on hitting the button. Well, there was a, there was the idea was there was a propeller going around that would block your way. Yeah, I suppose so it was about timing. Was like, like but yeah, once you found the target, you didn't have to aim anymore. You just had to, it turned into a timing game. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it was mostly just about feeling that little bit of a kick. Mm-hmm. And that sound, yeah, really satisfying feedback. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure there's like some kind of tape that has that looped that you can just yeah. like, listen to <laughs> as you fall asleep. Yeah, like, you listen to to quit smoking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the, uh, the 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 tape with the sound of people throwing strikes that uh, the Big Lebowski. Or he's, he's not the Big yeah. Lebowski that the dude listens to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop it! Why am I getting turned on? Um, yeah. Um, but the other, the other uh, claw game that we had there was they had a, one of those giant claw machines that looks mm-hmm. like like a kid's room. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like something Maggie Simpson would like climb into. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's a full like a life size, you know, scaled for humans claw machine, mm-hmm. and uh, you could just win giant rubber balls. Yeah, uh, with that. But Elizabeth won one. Yeah. Yeah, it was really satisfying to bounce too. It had like a nice, uh, it, like uh, one of those playground basketballs, like the thung kind yeah. of sound. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yep. it also it also yeah. had the 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 like a sex toy like rubber spike kind of had stuff. The, yeah, the nubs on it. it. Yeah, yeah making it like nubs. vaguely vaguely menacing nubs yeah. for her pleasure. It was like saying you rub on a giant's clit. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, boink was pretty fun too. Speaking, yeah, of boink course. was. Yeah, I wanted to make sure we didn't skip boink because boink yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like a full body. So there are three um, pedals in front of you, and then at your waist level, three kind of buttons to press. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of like uh, Cole has it here as a full body bop it, mm-hmm. which is kind of true. Like you just have to hit the things when they light up, yeah. but uh, it speeds up and they, they try to fuck up your coordination and the music gets faster. And you're kind of in this little, you're kind of surrounded mm-hmm. by the speakers. The speakers are on either side of you mm-hmm. uh, when you're standing in the, in the boink zone. <laughs> so the, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty immersive for what it is. Like it's not immersing, immersing you into anything, but yeah. Yeah. I'd like to play uh, to play a Simon variant on that. Oh yeah, yeah. It'd yeah, be less be reflex great. based, but more you know, like spatial and uh, uh, sequence memory kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you don't like a, like a bop it. You're doing multiple things, mm-hmm. like you're bopping and twisting and prubbing and crubbing. Um, <laughs> this is more like it's always just buttons. D- dip it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dip it in some crub. <laughs> like, yeah, dip it. Uh, dip it sticks. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, next we headed upstairs. Yes. 
to uh, to check out the second floor, which is where uh, most of the arcade games are, but there are mm-hmm. additional additional games as well. Um, kind of the centerpiece of the upstairs is a uh, a gigantic Connect Four yeah. machine with two stations. So it's a giant light up novelty Connect Four mm-hmm. kind of thing. This is also a big ticket winner. Yeah, um, you play with two people, and the and you know, the winner gets something like I think it's like fifty. Yeah, tickets, and the loser gets ten or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty pretty sound investment. You know, for, for your trouble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was fun. What got me was that, that there, there's a time limit, which there never is when you're playing uh, actual Connect Four. Yeah. Uh, so it's tough to strategize, and the time limit gets a little bit quicker. And it makes sense because you're, you know, we live in a society. There are people waiting in line when it's not yeah. 11 a.m. on a, on a on a Wednesday. But right, and just to make it a little bit more of a, a game, because Connect Four is one of those things like uh, yeah. Tic Tac Toe, where like you can, there's just a formula to win yeah. it. Yeah. And that's and that's you know one of the frustrating things about it. Like I like Connect Four, but. Mm-hmm. It's just the challenge to it is just remembering, like, yeah. oh yeah, this yeah. is what you it's need little, to do. Like, you, you play it like procedurally or algorithmically. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which is is somewhat satisfying, but I like the time limit as a way to kind of put those two things in mm-hmm. in opposition. Yeah. to each other, um, you know, like your your logic versus your, you know, your calm, mm-hmm. your sense of calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, man, Elizabeth was awesome at this tip and block. Yeah, she, she's yeah, she's doing good. She's, yeah. she's responsible for a lot of our tickets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tippin' Blocks, Tip Blocks is really cool, too. Yeah. Uh, it's a, a controller that looks a little bit like um, the seat of a swing mm-hmm. um, that you can move. Uh, you can tilt left and right, and you can move left and right as well, kind of yaw, mm-hmm. yaw back and forth, um, and actually move it that way. And the it controls one-to-one a platform on a screen, and it's, the game drops blocks onto it. So you mm-hmm. have a little bit like Jenga-ing where you're just trying to keep them balanced, but yeah. you have to catch each one. Um, and then at certain kind of increments, when you get up to certain heights, you get points. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and Elizabeth beat it. Like she got mm-hmm. up to the highest highest level and got you know something like a hundred tickets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, very similar. There's a uh, there's an iPhone game called Topple. Uh, yeah. That, uh, that is a, a similar principle, but this is satisfying because of that controller. Yeah, and it feels really physical. Yeah, and we talked in the arcade episode about kind of just the the the, the variety of input methods and. You know yep. those sentiments apply here. That that is uh, that is a huge part of the experience. Yep, yep, and yeah, that, that's that's a, that's a good one, and it's real. Uh, it's real popular too. Mm-hmm. Every time I've been at a a fun center or a Dave and Buster's or a, a you know a game works or anything like that, they always have this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's doing well. Yeah. So good on you, tipping mm-hmm. good people, tipping blocks. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is this is a weird thing. Kind of both these things put together. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we're talking about how our fun center is kind of emulate sports mm-hmm. in a way um there's usually like an indoor indoor kind of practice version of those mm-hmm. um so here yeah. there was an nfl football toss and a basketball game yeah yeah and i play both of those i generally like gravitate towards those because they are just a good time yeah 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 and they and they are like um can function as like a practice yeah you know like if you if you played football mm-hmm. like aiming at a specific spot with a football is something you want to do yeah. i understand yeah and uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, uh, if you played football, aiming at a specific spot with <laughs> a football, God. beat me up. Man, you're, you're not you're not gonna have lunch for ages. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna money. start finding my my lunch money deducted from my paycheck. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like like who's doing this? Just the universe to maintain equilibrium. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like Final Destination. <laughs> <Except>. <laughs> you said certain things; they yeah. must be addressed. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah. The football one is, you know, is more, uh, is, is a little bit more textured, you know, because basketball, you're just, you know, shooting hoops, which yeah. is always a good time. Uh, but, uh, the football one has like targets that pop out as like receivers and stuff. In addition to the, just the general rings that, uh, that are, uh, you know, various sizes and distances away. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dizzy chicken. That was actually our biggest ticket get. Like, yeah. I think uh, Elizabeth wants like 500 tickets off of that. Or yeah. Something. She got the, like the actual, the jackpot. Yeah. The jackpot thing. Um, it's a weird game. Mm-hmm. Like you, you push a, you hit a plunger to hit a thing up an electronic spiral. Yeah. Right? Was it, yeah. was it? Yeah. And then, um, you just have to land like you, it's just about controlling how, how hard you hit it. Yeah. So it's like a f- finesse game and you have to do it a couple times to get a feel for it. But she just walked up to it and, you know, got yeah. the jackpot. Like she was hustling us. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So they, that's uh, but yeah, we won. We just kind of got a jackpot on. There wasn't too mm-hmm. much to the game. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was uh, it, like it, it was a off-brand uh, Angry Birds thing. That was the oh, thing that was yeah, remarkable. That was, yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. Which yep. just you know something avian. <laughs> yeah. The Angry Bird. The frustrating thing about Angry Birds is like that's actually like it's a, it's a fun game. Mm-hmm. I hate how it's taken over culture and and the way that it has. Yeah, because yeah. the actual like the basic of the basics of the game is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with that game. Right. It's just the aesthetics and kind of attitude it puts forward. Yeah, that and, and the fact that it just became this marketing machine. Like, yeah, they they probably make more money off of selling you know Angry Birds uh, t-shirts and slippers. Yeah. Than, uh, um, you know, than yeah, the they, actual game itself. I think there's a movie in the works or something. That's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, to me. that's that. that and that, and the, the care and the, like all of that other stuff, the t-shirt and slippers and everything, are all uh, taking advantage of the worst things about the game, right? Which is like the character design and mm-hmm. and the kind of premise of it, yeah. which is so dumb. Like that, that's just there as a placeholder. Like you just do that game with balls and blocks, and it, it would be it would be fine. Yeah, you know, it'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but and, the actual. Yeah. And Angry Birds has this weird like cultural like it's be it's become the new like m- like metonymy for uh for video games. So it used to be oh he's you know spends all day playing Nintendo. Oh he spends all day playing his PlayStation. Oh, he spends all his day playing Xbox. Like now, you know, parents are angry with their kids because they just play Angry Birds. Yeah. Like that like that has become the uh that has become just the synonym for games. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 frustrating and it's getting it's going to in, engender some ripoffs. Yeah, dizzy chickens. Yes, dizzy chickens. Um, yep. Crompton's Disco Fever. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those token drop games, but it's yeah. called Crompton's Disco Fever. Yeah, and it it's plays... like a thing you come down with. Like it's... Yeah. <laughs> like oh it's man, a, what's the prognosis, word. Doc? Well, you got a case of Crompton, Crompton's Disco Fever, and Crompton is great. That's a yeah. good name. That is, that is a Tim and Eric ass name right there. Yeah, yeah, Crompton. Yeah, but oh, so uh, like, like this was this was themed great. You know, not not, not just because of the of the lights, but it it played like little loops of disco. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yeah. No. Oh, okay. So you come down with like the, 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 the symptom of Crompton's disco fever is that you can't die because you're always staying alive. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then the last one in this kind of category is uh photo finish horse racing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is a, is a weird, that's a weird game. Yeah. We are rolling these, um, again, like pretty satisfying little rubber balls, mm-hmm. um, up a, uh, a slope into different balls that, each represent uh, like effort that your horse is putting in. Mm-hmm. 
So if you get more points, your horse is, is racing a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, this was weirdly expensive to play. Yeah. And had a if you win it, you got a big ticket payout. But it was kind of weirdly. I was surprised by how expensive this was. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I I did very poorly at this, so therefore it is a bad game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I also I also did poorly at it too. Yeah. I think Elizabeth was rolling us on this as well. <laughs> So yeah, this uh, this final um, category that we have, I just labeled installation games. Like these are just big things that don't really have rewards, but you can't find them in a lot of other places besides like a fun center or maybe a Dave and Buster's. Uh, yeah, you know, stuff like that. It's not Large your usual arcade, arcade uh, game experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, first off, air hockey, mm-hmm. which uh, everyone knows. Um, this broke my heart. Like I've got uh, in my shoulder, I've got uh, bursitis mm-hmm. is the name of it. So there's a swollen thingy. In there, and I cannot play air hockey anymore mm. without some. You know, the movement of air hockey is is it hurts. Yeah, real bad. I actually had to tag out, uh, tag in Cole partway through. You know, after a couple of serves. Yeah. Um, but I love air hockey. Mm-hmm. They they have this in the basement, um, kind of rec area of the university I worked at. Yeah, and uh, in in my hometown in high school, we used to do air hockey a couple nights a week mm-hmm. for a couple summers in a row. Yeah, like I love air hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it more than I like pool. Like it's my favorite like table game. Right. That's like this. Like it just, it's very fun to me. Mm-hmm. And again, just all about that very satisfying sound effect you can't find anywhere else. Yeah. And just that, uh, that weird, you know, that kind of motion, that glide mm-hmm. is just very, very neat. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, yeah. it's like the, the closest that you get to like a, uh, a perfect Newtonian physics kind of thing. Like, yeah. you know, yes. Angle of, ref- angle of reflection equals angle of refraction. So, yeah. you know, like you, you, you use that and like that, it doesn't apply in a pure, like in as pure of a way in most other things you experience in, in, yeah. in, in your life. Right. Cause of friction. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then the, the, uh, there's also, there's all kinds of like, when we would play, there's all kinds of like psychological stuff mm-hmm. we would do because there's, if you send this at somebody and, and, you know, are playing very aggressively, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's likely that if you just kind of take some wild shots, they're going to end up back into your side of the court. Mm-hmm. But if you're expecting that, you can kind of just kind of blitz blitz somebody mm-hmm. and just kind of you know continue barraging them. Yeah. And it just gets loud and fast and overwhelming, and you yeah. can kind of use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then take a more studied shot, which yeah. is usually my my strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of kind of do that. But yeah, it's real fun. And like if I you know if I ever fix my shoulder and then. Uh, you know, that, this would be the kind of thing I'd want in a basement rec room. Yeah. If I yeah. had like my own house, like an air, air hockey table would be amazing. Yeah. I, I, like I can't think of any other like table game that is as fast paced as that. Yeah. Like, you know, foosball can certainly be louder, but like, yeah. it's still. I hate foosball. Yeah, foosball fucking sucks. Yeah, I fucking hate foosball. Yeah. It's so stupid. And like, there's just no, uh, I don't know, like I jam my hands on those goddamn knobs and you mm-hmm. have to, you know, you're controlling way too many things at once. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I I hate foosball with a passion. Love ping pong, hate foosball. Yeah, ping pong's good. Yeah, like there's a there's an elegance to to air hockey and ping pong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like three elements to it. Yeah, as opposed to foosball, which is a big chaotic dumb mess. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, Dead Storm Pirates, which is like Jurassic Park, but uh, with a steering wheel and pirate themes. Yep. Um, uh, made yeah. by uh, uh, Sega, I think. Yes. Did does this? Yeah, and they, they it's a like a spiritual successor to a game called Let's Go Jungle. Hmm. Um, which I talked about in the arcade episode, I'm pretty sure, um, which is a, a similar kind of thing, and it's real fun. Is that the one where you're gunning down endangered species? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the one where you go to the go to the Congo, find animals no one's ever heard of, and kill them by the dozens. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, this, this this was cool because like it, it actually did have a focus on cooperative um, elements. Yeah. So uh, like there there are times like this to you know to defeat bosses you have to kind of cross the streams, or both people have to aim at the same spot, or use the steering wheel to steer yeah, the uh, pirate yeah. ship in the middle. Yeah, which makes it like lucky and wild a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, but this this game's fun. Lots mm-hmm. of cool, you know, good high quality skeletons. <laughs> yes. um, in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I have it in here just because we did it, and the, the image will work its way on there uh, at some point. But we did a photo booth, yeah. Which, you know, personal space issues aside, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, was, we were both getting a little bit ripe at this point, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love photo booths. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big. And this was not because Cole and I are not romantically involved. <laughs> this does not fit into that tradition. But that's a big, uh, you know, Gary romance trope. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, if you see a photo map booth, do it. Yeah. Because it's a couple bucks and it'll be real cute and you'll like having it around. Yeah. So, um, so photo booths are like the in thing to have at weddings now. Yeah. Like any kind of yeah. like big party or something. So I've I've been at weddings with roughly like three of them. And every time I do the same the same four panel little comic, which is mm. uh, like staring directly at the camera for frame one, uh, staring directly at the camera for frame two. Frame three is raising my drink and sipping from it. And then frame four is staring directly into the camera. Mm. Yeah, like champion the drinker. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it's just like you know, three three frames of the same thing with one frame doing something else. Yeah, yeah. 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 Elizabeth Elizabeth and I's thing is to uh, to look like we don't like each other mm. or have take turns with one of us looking really, you know, doe eyed and the other person looking like annoyed or uncomfortable or <laughs> like they're about to say something really mean. <laughs> um, so that that's usually what what we do. Yeah, um, I did uh, with my ex. We did a, a scavenger hunt. And we had to uh, switch shirts in a photo booth mm-hmm. um, between the two. And it's it's pretty fun and difficult because <laughs> you don't have very much time. But uh, we managed to do it. Um, mm-hmm. So, huh. yep, photo booths. Photo booths. Yep. Uh, yes. Next, uh, we uh, we mastered percussion. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, well, that ended up being really fun, actually. I liked that it, a lot. It's fun, but it goes on so long. Yeah, like, yeah it's like, like full-length get, songs. Yeah, you get yeah, it's full length songs, and you get bored before you die, mm-hmm. like in it. But it's uh, it's essentially just a Taiko Drum Master mm-hmm. um, with slightly different music and an arcade setup for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's really fun. Like uh, Percussion Master is a really good Taiko, I and mean, we talked about Taiko um, with the uh, the after party live reports mm-hmm. in the arcade last time, even though it was too loud to actually work. But yeah. um, I'm a big fan of Taiko. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's a, that's a good it's a yeah. good game. Yeah, I love uh, just any kind of like percussion game. Like I've got the the rock band drum kit, which I haven't been able to take advantage of really, uh, just because of my apartment living situation and trying to be considerate. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a you know it is it is a good a good thing for a game. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, um, and kind of rounding out, we did some kind of racing, some weird racing games. Yeah, yeah. So managed to actually play H two Overdrive, which is basically Hydro Thunder, but developed by a different company, like a yep. company that. Uh, at least according to, to Retronauts, is like the only company that is doing arcade racers anymore. Mm. I forget mm-hmm. their I forget their name, but like they in their arcade racing episode, they actually specifically mention H two Overdrive and the Fast and Furious games. Um, yeah, yeah, as yeah. like the torchbearers for this kind of stuff. And like I don't like arcade racers. You know, you'll hear it when event when with the live episode if you if you backed us. But like I don't generally like uh, mm-hmm. serious racing games. Um, you know, I love Mario Kart, but you know, I need a, a layer of, of goofy low pressureness to to kind of assuage me into mm-hmm. that. Um, but H two Overdrive is H two Overdrive games are pretty fun. Mm-hmm. 
like those uh when like something about just being on on the water you know it just controls a little bit different it's a little bit more forgiving yeah. it feels like um yeah so i, I like this i like this series mm-hmm. oh it's a series i didn't know that yeah yeah there are multiple h2 overdrive hmm. games yeah uh, and since, since we talked about it, we might as well uh, go on to Fast and Furious Superbikes, which uh, is one of those wonderful arcade games where you are actually sitting on the bike uh, yeah. mechanism itself. Yeah, yeah, those like kind of premium rumblers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's what we like to call those. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a more ridiculous track than what we than what we played. Yeah. On. Yeah, it's real fucking goofy. I mean, there are more ridiculous tracks. So you do like oh, yeah. Cruise in Exotica or something like that, yeah. and you're, you know, you're in UFO. You, you know what it reminded so, me of? Did you ever play uh, Split Seconds? Mm-mm. That is actually a really good racing game. Um, it, its gimmick is that as you're going along, uh, kind of like stunt driver or uh, stuntman rather, you trigger like these natural disasters, or like you know, you drive by, and if you have enough uh, enough juice saved up, you can be like, okay, this tower's gonna fall, um, mm. you know, like and change the course in this kind of way. Uh, so it was like a really kinetic uh, and kind of over the top kind of racing game for the uh, for the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3. Huh. Um, you can probably get it real cheap, uh, but yeah. Neat. In terms of in terms of crazy racing games, this is probably the closest thing that it reminds me of. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the Fast and Furious that was actually pretty fun. Yeah, nothing wrong with the super bikes. Nope. Like uh, racing games, like I never. It's hard for me to qualify in the first race. Yeah. With a racing game, like I just you know that that kind of timer system, mm-hmm. you know, um, and just it's so unforgiving. Like you just make yeah. a couple of mistakes and you're you're not going to qualify and you're not going to know. That the mistakes doom you until the end of the race yeah. when you're you're approaching the the finish line with no no time left. So, I just I just tend to get frustrated. I mean, all arcade games are designed to take your your money away from you, but um, like something about that arcade racing model of like fucking yourself over mm-hmm. well before it actually, you know, you're gonna know it really frustrates me. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And uh, kind of rounding everything out, House that at four, it was broken. Not yeah, really. the sights were misaligned. Yeah, like for yeah, which is a weird, a weird way for it to be broken. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we probably could have gotten another like thirty dollars if we just went and told them, "Hey, shit's, <laughs> shit's broke. <laughs> this, this doesn't work." Okay, well here. Yeah, <laughs> here's the rest of your life of free arcade games. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and then also uh, I played. There's a game called Soul Surfer. <laughs> uh, I played no, no which relation is, to Dark Souls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not Dark Souls Surfer, which would be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, but it's like a little surfboard floating on a on a platform with handles. And I've seen uh, similar versions of this uh, for skating, and it's also kind of similar to the one uh, that are actually bikes. There are some mm-hmm. that are – it's a bicycle with yeah, actual yeah. pedals mm-hmm. that you use to control yourself. It's that kind of uh, thing. Which literally uh, is exercise. Yeah, that we, yeah exactly. <laughs> like I can only do that bike game for a little bit. Like, well, it's exercise, and you have to bike way harder mm-hmm. and faster than you would have to Yeah, you know, just to like get to the store or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the surfing one, though, was very difficult. Um, to control, but it was a kind of a trick-based Tony Hawk, yeah, kind of thing. Using the uh, the uh, uh, the sick tubes as a half pipe, yeah, 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 just tasty, tasty water. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it was all like controlled through like taps on the front and back of the the control board. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So I think so. I never played it, but I imagine that's probably why like Tony Hawk's ride, yeah, kind of was going for, even though that's you know widely considered yeah. to be a huge failure. Mm-hmm. So. I'm searching around trying to find the uh, trying to find the actual one. It was like Topskate or Topskater or something that was a thing in the late '90s, early 2000s, uh, which is only memorable to me because it was like a downhill uh, kind of thing, as opposed hmm. to as opposed to the open course 
uh, track that um, Tony Hawk kind of goes down. Um, but also just uh, like it, it, <laughs> the only song it had in it was by Pennywise. Oh, great. Yeah. So, and don't worry. <laughs> yeah. 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 I forget what it was, but it was very similar to that. Yeah. I don't think that's all. I think, and I think just so it doesn't seem like we ended our experience on a down note, I think we <laughs> played some, some mini dino. Oh some, yeah. Yeah. Mini master again. Mm-hmm. That's how we actually rounded things out. So yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that was a really good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mighty mini is the name of it. Mighty mini. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, fun center. Well worth it. Fun center, fun like center, I, fun and, center, fun center. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I go, like I said, I go with some, some frequency. So, mm-hmm. you know, like once a, once a season or so. Yeah. And, uh, it's always money well spent and time well spent. Yeah. Um, we talk a little bit about ticket redemption. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, cause that's a big part of these, especially when you're younger, mm-hmm. um, when you don't understand, uh, the concept of value. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. I, you know, there, like there is a special place, um, like people who work those counters should be sainted, I think. Yeah. Uh, because I, I experienced a little bit of this working at GameStop where it's kind of like, how much can I get for this many, you know, like just right. the indecision, like trailing, uh, but the hemming and hawing that people, like, even we did. Yeah. <laughs> you know? but we, I mean, we were, we were humorful about it. I like oh, yeah. to think that hopefully he was not, uh, not annoyed with us because <laughs> yeah. we were not taking it too seriously like right. he probably was annoyed with us because he's at work and that's how work works yeah. like you know you hate everyone around you when you're at work mm-hmm. but the um the or everyone who you interface with who isn't your coworker, right um but the i like to think that we are probably pretty pretty easy to swallow yeah um yeah but mm-hmm. uh ticket so i mean it's obviously that's the joke is that you can't get anything that's even remotely worth what you paid <laughs> right um i've seen kind of varying spreads of value mm-hmm. for that um, what do you think happens to, so like I was thinking about, um, the big, big ticket items, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I was young, there was like, one of the things there was like a super Nintendo oh, yeah. up there and it was like a big deal. Um, but no one ever wins those things. No, no. Um, so what do they do with them? Uh, I don't think they have them. <laughs> I think that, I think that it's like, uh, it's, it's it, just a box and then you can like, maybe you get a code to redeem it or they'll mail it to you or something. Yeah. I think that it's like the, uh, the non-alcoholic beer at the quickie mart. I think that, I think that if you win those, like if, if they send you the rooftop garden and you can never come back down, they might actually do like a thing where you actually, you know, you get a, a redemption yeah. kind of thing. Like, Oh, like we'll mail you this in six to eight weeks, fill out mm-hmm. this form. Yeah. You know, maybe they do something like that. Yeah. But I was just thinking about them having to have the infrastructure to turn around big ticket items mm-hmm. to make them current because the, those things tend to be, you know, things with a, a non-permanent shelf life. Right. You know, it's like the hottest new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like what happens to them when, because nobody will ever win them. You know, like no one's ever going to get like 170,000 tickets or whatever. Yeah. Um, to do that. I'm sure some people have. Like it's historically happened once or twice in the history mm-hmm. of the world, but there are always those big things there to kind of, and there's no, also when I was younger, even when I was younger, there was not a relationship. Like I just wanted to have fun. I was never like, I need to play a little bit. I need to play because I want to win that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of like the prize redemption counter has a weird disconnect between with the actual play experience, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah. yeah, you know, we, we, we got our tissy roll and our mustache comb. Yeah. Yeah, we actually got uh, a pig bank and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and oh, a cow. Uh, it was it was a cow that a cow, like, yeah. every time you dropped a coin in it mooed. Yep. Yeah. And I got a family fun center uh, stuffed animal. <laughs> oh yeah. So, we, yeah. Uh, take take a picture of that. We can put it in the show notes because it's very obviously a female bear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> it definitely looks like it's yeah. So the um, 
um, yeah, I, I will take a take a picture of that. But that's my my souvenir from from the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a lot of that's the most tickets I've had as an adult. Yeah, it's like fifteen hundred tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, something incredible like that. Like we almost could have got like a, a clock. Yeah, or, or like one of the you know, uh, 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 light shaped like an electric guitar. Yeah, you know, one of those those mid tier things. Yeah. Yeah, but I think we wanted to spread it out too. Yeah. So if we yeah. if we put it all towards one thing, we probably could have done something approaching that. What I always do if they're actually physical tickets is give them to the unhappiest looking kid in the place. Yeah. Like, uh, and I'm not saying that to like you know saint me, but uh, <laughs> it is really it is really satisfying to find like the loneliest fattest kid and just give them like, you know, here's 200 tickets. Yeah. You know, like I don't I don't need a tootsie roll in a comb. Nope. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's fun centers. I mean, it's it's weird because they don't have the same kind of decline that arcades do. I think that no. this is going to be relatively evergreen. Like as long as there are people, as long as there are kids who like need motivation to like get good grades or do their chores, there's going to be a fun center, right? It's like I feel that way, but then also a lot of times when I'm I've gone to them, they've not been very populated. Right. And then just like when that way that you know, I'm just kind of taking a look at the what the, the business model might be for that. I just, I wonder about it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. And it's also, you can kind of see evidence of uh, this being kind of single, single experience facilities kind of banding together for strength in an economic winter, mm-hmm. you know? So like there are fewer, you know, there are probably fewer just mini golf courses, but you get a place that has kind of everything and stick it together. Um, you're going to get just more people through the door. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is kind of a conglomeration of like, because there, I have seen like standalone batting cage places mm-hmm. and the economics of that are mind boggling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and that was back when it would have cost like 75 cents mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's not, it doesn't cost that much to upkeep, but you have to pay somebody to work there. And if yeah. you own it and you work there, you still have to eat, you know? <laughs> so like, it's just, it's the idea of kind of taking all these things together. Like maybe there aren't, you know, so many standalone arcades, but there is an arcade inside this thing that has X, Y, Z and 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 double z mm-hmm. in it and uh that's how they they kind of weather the storm mm-hmm. you know which is cool yeah. like i I'm, I'm in favor of it like i i like having one place where i can get this variety of experiences you know i mean even if it is a symptom of something you know that's not necessarily positive like it's kind of what i wanted all along anyway right you know so one stop shop yeah because even like the, the this kind of fun center is a newer kind of thing like the the perennial fun center is like the, like the Chuck E. Cheese kind of experience, mm-hmm. but that never had the outdoor stuff and yeah. uh, the kind of outdoor park kind of thing never really combined with the arcade, but it's kind of like a weird way that arcades have, have found refuge and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I think that that about wraps it up unless there are any final remarks, but that sounded suspiciously like final remarks. So no, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, recommended. Yeah, um, yeah. Thanks everybody who who kicked in some extra bucks for us to do this. Yeah, I hope you liked the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun for us to do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, we got our other special episode um, that we kind of funded through this is going to come out um, later in the year. Um, actually, um, next January. Oh um, uh, yeah, January. Oh January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So later in the year. Um, not too bad, but we, as you know, uh, astute people who pay attention to the Kickstarter know that we did a Dungeons and Dragons excursion as well. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to recording that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good fun time as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, admin kind of like general stuff. Uh, our next episode is going to be about uh, Eternal Darkness. That is our ultra spooky Halloween episode. It's actually yep. coming out on Halloween. I just recently did my playthrough of it uh, and I really recommend it. It is it is a solid game. 
Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to revisiting it. I played it um, not when it came out, but shortly after it came out. Yeah. Um, for the first time, and I'm I'm looking forward to playing it again. I've always really liked it. Mm-hmm. It's it's really my wheelhouse. So yeah. as a survival horror fan, and who's a fan of things that are explicitly Lovecraftian, mm-hmm. like it's kind of weird that that you know it hasn't really come together since Alone in the Dark right. until now. Like, um, but the I mean, there's elements yeah. of that and everything. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, um, Fallout Two. Yes, uh, two parter episode. Yep. Yeah. Um, it, that is a long game with a lot of content. So start now. Mm-hmm. I'm half saying that to the audience and half saying that to Cole. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't yet, but it's a bigger, way bigger game than Fallout One. Yeah. Um, so it is, uh, and and a lot of the joy is going to be found in, in stuff off the beaten path. Yeah. Is yeah. Uh, is there a logical stopping point for the first episode, or is that something we need to? Uh, look yeah, at? there is. I just need to think about it. Yeah. Um, it might be like Vault City. I don't want to call that though until I start getting into it. Okay. Again, Vault City is is definitely like a climax of a sort and uh, is really you know, fun and the- will be thematically good to go out on. Um, so, like, let's say soft, like a soft vault city Okay. Uh, for that. Um, the kind of the, the fun part about that, similar to our recent episode with uh, Ron Gilbert talking about Monkey Island 2, is that we will have a kind of an interview portion with Chris, a- Chris Avalone, mm-hmm. um, which we're going to do it the same way um, where we're going to kind of do our regular episode and then record the interview. Mm-hmm. Them, um, where that will fall, whether it'll be in the extra sode of the first one or the extra of the second one, or exactly when it'll be, will probably have something to do with his uh, his schedule mm-hmm. um, when he's able to record because he's a very busy man. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. He's one of my all time favorite game makers, mm-hmm. so he's he's so up there with me. Like that guy makes games that I, that I like. So yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Do we want to uh, reveal the next one after that? So yeah, so we're three ahead. Yeah, so this is uh, li- the next one's going to be a listener uh, suggested uh, uh, game for early uh, December. Uh, it's going to be Snatcher, which is an adventure mm-hmm. game for, uh, is it the Saturn or the Sega CD? I think I've, I've, I've been wrong here. Sega CD. There we go. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. And it's, it's uh, so it's, when we say listener suggested, it's part of the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So it's somebody uh, who had that. Because we do listener suggestions anyway. Yeah. Uh, but this is, a, this is a mandate. Do you have who it is a mandate by? Not mandated. Suggested. Um, requested. There we go. Requested. Friendated. By, <laughs> friendated yeah. uh, by, uh, by, by Blaine Nemier. Uh, who is a frequent contributor uh, to bun- bunch of stuff on the network? So yeah, yeah, we love Blaine. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, thank you, and thanks for suggesting a great game. Yeah, um, this year is is heavy with adventure games. Mm-hmm. Um, probably heavier than we would have chosen, but I like the idea that our kind of predilection for those um, is supported by by our audience. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense, you know, people who like adventure games are more likely to like the show because we do a lot of adventure games, mm-hmm. um, and then those people suggest things and they are adventure games but there's uh two other ones throughout the year and they're both great yeah like they're both things i'm really looking forward to playing again and uh are some of my favorites mm-hmm. in the genre so and this is also one of them and it's gonna be interesting because we've done metal gear and this is really the only other thing that kojima's done other than like boktai mm-hmm. um police and knots. Uh, police knots but this i mean this is the series for police yeah. knots like this is the so the, the he's got three kind of wheelhouses only um so it'll be interesting to, interesting to visit another one yeah so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm way into that. Yeah, and and after that, all all good stuff. Like I said, we have our year plan, and it's all fantastic. Yeah. So, um, let me think here. I don't know if we've said it on the show, uh, but uh, uh, you know, Gary and I guested on an episode of the Retronauts, 
yeah. um, their live panel at Portland uh, talking about the Sega Genesis, the master drive um, that is, uh, you know, available there. Uh, if you haven't heard it, go check it out. Uh, it's pretty good and not pretty good. It's really good. And yeah. um, uh, if you are here from that, uh, you know, since there was a plug that was in there, uh, welcome. We're very happy that you uh, are listening to us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And then we also, I don't think we mentioned this on the show either, um, for that live show. Um, so if you, if you, uh, if you support the Kickstarter, you'll get a copy of that. Mm-hmm. If not, if you'd like to purchase it, it'll be available, uh, soon. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we want to thank, uh, Bob Mackey who joined us during yes. the panel for that as well. So our friend Bob, mm-hmm. um, joined us with that. And that was, it was a joy to have him, mm-hmm. have him on there. Yeah. And yeah, uh, so, the, the ETA for that uh, for that episode is the end of October here. Yeah, so, so yeah, relatively shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, other by way of other bad admin, um, ratings and reviews are always helpful. Um, listening to our other shows yeah. on the network. Um, you know, we uh, if you're just here from uh, from Retronauts, we do a lot of different shows. Yeah. Um, you know, some of which are video game related, some of which are not. Mm-hmm. But I would recommend um, heading over to DuckFeed.tv and seeing what strikes your fancy. Yes. Um, there. Um, Gary, what if people like good music? Um, if people like good music, uh, they should go to duckfeed.tv forward slash store and click on the little MIDI box at the top and play a MIDI version of More Than a Feeling, which <laughs> plays every time you visit the store. Yeah. <laughs> Next to the construction worker icon and the, uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I, uh, I finished, I, I finished my Mario Paint album that I've been working on for like off and on for, uh, about a year, uh, but really went into overdrive over the summer. Um, which is 50 songs done in Mario Paint Composer. Um, essentially, think like video game loops. Mm-hmm. So it's a you know kind of video gamey, but like one of them like is kind of designed to be like this would be the the sound that would play in an inn. And um, some of them are more kind of contemporary, but you know 30 second to to a minute long loops mm-hmm. of music that are not looped and uh, all done in Mario Paint Composer. Some of which uh, suggested by Kickstarter back- backers, mm-hmm. and then um, one 10 minute prog rock song um, <laughs> in there that's designed to be played on shuffle. Yeah. So it's it's five bucks, um, you know, pretty cheap, and the uh, uh, you know it's it's big support for me. I'm real proud of it. So I would love it if you got it and let me know what you think. Um, and then just by way of other support, there's the, uh, the tip jar, uh, duckfeed.tv slash tip jar. If you're going to be buying stuff off of Amazon, uh, you know, like, you know, Halloween costumes or, uh, you know, if you're getting ready for Christmas holiday gifts, um, mm-hmm. doesn't cost you anything extra. And, uh, we get a little percentage of that that helps defray the cost of hosting, you know, everything about the show. Um, yeah. 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 It's, it's not, uh, it's not free. We like doing it. Mm-hmm. We'll keep doing it. It's not free though. So we do need help. Yep. Doing that from time to time. Cool. All right. Yeah. So um, that's that's about it. Uh, what should they watch out for, Gary? Uh, watch out for Fireball, but not the uh, the podcast, <laughs> the uh, Ski Ball knockoff. Yeah. Watch out for Ski Balls. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs>
blazing horns, blazing horns, blazing horns, 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 hor